The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Before we get started with this episode of Bench with Bubba, I wanted to talk to you guys about the MLB Roto Baller Challenge, hosted by our friends at Fantrax on Fantrax.com. Fantrax is the most customizable free fantasy baseball platform in the industry, and that's why we're hosting over our 2022 Roto Baller Challenge over on Fantrax. If you want the greatest fantasy experiments, sign up for a free Roto Baller Challenge team today by going to rotoballer.com backslash challenge. All leagues are free to join, and you get to compete against Roto Baller writers and readers for a shot at $500 cash grand prize. All new Fantrax users get entered into a free giveaway to win a signed official MLB Wander Franco jersey. If you want to get entered to win a Wander Franco jersey and you're new to Fantrax, go to Fantrax.com backslash Bubba and sign up for your free Fantrax account today. Once you have your Fantrax account, go to rotoballer.com backslash challenge to join the challenge league. But go to Fantrax.com backslash Bubba to create your Fantrax account. Be entered to win a Wander Franco autographed jersey. But for now, welcome to Benched with Bubba. everybody to another edition of bench with bubba a special edition of bench with bubba episode 459 alive nfpc online champions draft my third online champions draft of the young season if you'd like to partake in this draft and ask some questions as we go along you need to go to the fancy dgens youtube channel watch over there you can drop your questions there because twitter doesn't allow that anymore but uh thanks for joining us as always should be a fun one here i got pick five we're starting in about three minutes here should be about a two-hour draft. They go along really nice and quick. It's going to be fun to see how ADP changes. We know Tatis has been falling like crazy for good reasons. The DeGrom news that dropped a couple days ago, that should be fun. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, we got the uh, the board you guys can check out there with nobody's names on there to make everybody happy. But again, I am pick five, and we'll, we'll definitely go pick by pick the best I can. Give you some process along the way. 
if that is of interest to you. So we'll discuss some picks, maybe some guys that uh, shock us along the way. Uh, hopefully the internet holds on long enough and we can uh, have some fun and make this happen. I just going to draft anyway, so we might as well do it for the people. But uh, we got some prospects. Torkelson's getting the start. Witt Jr. is getting the start. Brash is getting up there. Looks like J-Rod might not be getting to start with the big club. We got Quan of uh, Cleveland getting the start there. So it'll be fun to see how these prospects move around, of course, as people love taking their chances there. We're going to have a lot of uh, interesting things. These drafts go off the wire real quick, and we've seen it with uh, OCs and main events here over the last few days. ADP has gone out the window. Um, I'll give you some of my stuff. Usually I get a, I, I try to get an ace or two early, um, a closer early, but I don't have to. And we might not do that this uh, with pick five. Usually I'm, I'm picking one through three or in the back end. So pick five could be a totally different game. Like in a perfect world, J-Ram would come to me, but that doesn't happen very often. I expect him to go pretty early. We'll see, though. If you just look at uh, NFBC online ADP over the last like couple days, last 20 drafts, it's got Trey Turner, Juan Soto, J-Ram, one, two, three, followed by Vlad, Bichette, Cole. So that'll be fun to see. Do I go Bichette? Do I go Cole? Do I go Corbin Burns? Does something change where it falls into my lap? That'll be in a, an intriguing situation as well. So a lot of fun stuff to uh, to see as we go. Obviously, it's 12 teams, not 15. The OC a little different than the mains in that regard. Still 30 roster spots, so we'll draft the whole thing for you. I'll do my best to keep commentary, but once in a while, once in a while I'll be flipping back and forth through pages and checking things down. I got my notes over here to the side for a couple things I need to pay attention to. But for the most part, we've been doing this. If, you, if you're a regular listener to the show, we've, uh, we've got this content uh Wrapped up for the most part. So if, if you're not ready to draft by now in my shoes, then I probably shouldn't have been drafting all along. So we're we're ready to rock and roll and see how things go. We've got about a minute till go time. A frequent listener to the show, uh, Dave Petrosiello, is in this league. I will say that much. He's picking second. So that'll be a lot of fun. Don't know many of the other people. And maybe I do. And I'm just being oblivious to the situation. But I uh, don't know many other names in this chat. So that should be a lot of fun as well because I like to uh, – it's fun drafting against uh, people you might not know because we got uh, so many industry leagues and so many just NPC leagues where we know everybody that we're all uh, in there drafting. So this should be a lot of fun. If you are uh, a couple plugs real quick, obviously bench with Bubba, Bubba the bat flips on Tuesdays, uh, Bubba in the bloom on Thursday has been awesome. Great for the, thank you for the great responses to that. We have a blast doing it myself and Ryan Bloomfield. Try to get you a guest every Wednesday if we can. Starting the season next Thursday, MLB DFS Quick Hits will be back. So if you're liking that, you can find the video on this YouTube channel, Fantasy Degen's YouTube channel, plus the MLB DFS Quick Hits feed in your listening platforms Monday through Friday to get your DFS lineups ready early and often when you wake up, should be ready to go. But we are ready to go right now. Five seconds to go to start the draft. Let's rock and roll and have a little fun tonight and see where we start things off on the board with the first pick of the OC draft we have. Someone's taking more than 10 seconds. This is fun. But uh, we'll have to wait and see where he goes. You got to go Trey. Trey's my number one. I take Trey every single time. People say diversification, diversification. It's Trey Turner with a bullet for me when we're drafting early and often. So that's where I go, and that's where he went with Trey Turner. So that makes a ton of sense. And there goes J-Ram number two to Petro's yellow, of course. So now it gets fun. Do I go Bo? Do I go Garrett Cole? I was telling myself I wasn't going to go pitching early, but with the fifth pick, it's like you get Cole Burns. Then in a 12-team league with pitching so deep, you can kind of just wait on pitching for a while. That might be one scenario I go with because uh, Juanito just went uh, third overall. This will be fun here because Soto I don't have a lot of shares of. I don't usually take a ton with the you know the 9 to 10 stolen base upside, but he does give such an amazing batting average, power, runs, RBI floor. That's pretty tough to, uh, to pass up at this point in time. So Soto, Bichette, Cole, Burns is where I'll be making my decision. I don't have a lot of burn shares, go. So, 
part of me is thinking I might want to go with a little Burns here if uh, if all things are considered. But Soto is very, very tempting here at pick five. He'll be, he'll be hitting around Nelson Cruz, Josh Bell. Uh, there'll still be ton, tons of production at the top of that Nationals lineup, at least. And there goes Bo Bichette at number five. So now it gets fun. You go Soto, you go Cole, you go Burns. I'm going to go with uh, Corbin Burns. I want my first share of Corbin Burns. So we're going to go Corbin Burns for the upside. Big, big season from Burns last year. Tons of strikeouts. Well, Corbin Burns at pick five. We're diversifying right out the gate, folks. Usually we don't do a – it's my first Corbin Burns share. I've got a lot of Garrett Cole if I've drafted in the middle. Um, and Soto goes at six right away, so that makes a lot of sense. But uh, getting my first Burns share will be quite interesting. Now the fun begins. Um, and some chats I'm in with Mike Curlin and some others. I kind of said who I'd like to get in the second and third round. Uh, some players that I'm usually not on. And I do this every draft season. My last couple drafts, I am. It's some might call it a FOMO draft, but it's it's not players I was against drafting all season. I just either didn't like their ADP or didn't flow with my like safe builds because I'm a much safer drafter than most. But when uh, we're going for this overall here, this is the third. I've been I've done two drafts already, and they might be safer than most would like. They're still definitely upside picks, but now it's time to. Still take some safety picks throughout the draft, but right now I might go for some gusto. Like I love Lou Bob. Doubt he falls to me with my second pick, the 20th pick overall. That would be a gift. Love Ozzy Albies. Big fun of Ozzy, fan of Ozzy Albies. You also, those would be two amazing picks if they fell to me. In 12 teams league, leagues, weird things happen. So that'd be really cool. But there's a couple um really boomer busty type guys I'd love to see. And Garrett Cole went pick nine overall. So you you'd have to wonder if I took Cole at five, does Burns fall to nine? So that could have been a fun uh, fun thing to see between um, uh, Chianci and myself to see uh, what he wanted. If he wanted, if he was planning on Burns and Cole just fell or he wanted something else and Cole just fell, that could have been a fun uh, discussion as well. So we'll have to wait and see where that one comes along. But um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to see these early picks where it's, it's tough to go completely wrong. It's just you need to know where it's going to build you uh, as you go into these 12-teams leagues. There's so much pitching. Like you, you definitely want the big dogs to help anchor your staff, especially in an overall. But unlike the main event where you need to really, really anchor things down, you don't really need to as much in the OC as long as you know that uh, those middle rounds, which I've done podcasts with Ryan Bloomfield on, I've written articles on it at Fantasy Pros and at uh, Fantrax.com that really highlight the, the mid rounds where you can just rack up some really, really legit starting pitchers. And that's kind of where I'm going to go now. Now that I got Corbin Burns, Let's go and uh, and get some of the other things I'm debating doing in this draft. Like I said, debating just in case anybody is drafting and trying to pay attention to what I'm talking about, which would be some great multitasking. There goes Lou Bob at pick 11. So that's a great pick. That's a great pick. He's a, a stud. I predict him to be right behind like Juan Soto-ish at the end of the season. I think he's, a, he's that good. Like I, I could have taken him at pick five. Might have been a little bit of a reach there, but I think he's going to be that good. So we'll wait and see. But um, I usually take a, a closer or two early. Usually try to get a catcher or two early. Might not do this this time. Might try to be a little different in that regard and just load up on some big boys and see how things go there. So I'm really going to do things a little different in this draft. Another reason why it's fun to uh, broadcast this one out there and let you guys uh, tag along for the ride. Again, if you want to comment and uh, and join along here, go to the Fantasy DGEN's um, YouTube channel and you can join there. Mike Trout with the 12th pick overall to end out round one. So he's moving up the boards quite a bit as well which is fun to see with Trout, but uh, we'll see. we got uh, about eight picks to go till my next go-around here, and uh, it'll be fun to see if Ozzy Albies falls or do I take a chance on one guy, which I don't want to say his name just yet, just in case, but uh, there's 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 a couple names I have written down next to me that I want to try to – the perfect start to my second and third rounds. These are the guys I'm going for, so we're going to wait and see. And, and uh, 
it'll probably be jumping ADP. Let's just put it that way. If I uh, if I get these guys, so it'll definitely be uh, fun to to see how this goes. Just looking at ADP over the last two um, two days, twenty one OC drafts, I'd be jumping one. All, I'm almost a round and a half or so, so that would be fun. And the other one, I'd be jumping about two two to three rounds. So we'd be taking a giant leap on some of those. So we're going to have to wait and see. Maybe I play possum and try to push that second one to round four, but I have a hunch, hunch. I won't get them based on some of the main event ADP I saw from today after um, some news was dropped that it would probably prevent him from falling to me. So we'll wait and see how that one goes. And obviously, I'll give you analysis of my thoughts when these picks are made, but uh, come join the chat because uh, I can sit here and answer all the questions you want while you got me. And we'll see what goes Walker Bueller first pick in round two. He's kind of been an interesting, interesting option. Like I Woodruff went right behind him. I, I have Woodruff over Bueller all day, all day for me. I love Woodruff. I love the durability of Woodruff. We're talking about 200 plus any guy, potentially, potentially at least 180, just a durable, durable guy. Lots of strikeouts, great ratios. The easy, like lazy analysis I usually give is if Corbin Burns was not so good, people would talk much more about Brandon Woodruff. Brandon Woodruff is a legit ace on any team. He just happens to be next to Corbin freaking Burns, and that makes it difficult to do. There goes Ronald Acuna with the third pick in round two. That could be a fun, fun pick, great for the overall. He would have been a fun one to fall to. And there goes Kyle Tucker. So now it's getting fun. Now we're, we're four picks away, and it's like, do I take the jump or do I wait? I might, I might wait till round three and then round four for these two guys. We'll see how well this plays out because if Ozzy Albies falls to me here, I'm going to be doing cartwheels as best a, a big man like myself can. Don't think Ozzy Albies will. I think someone's going to jump and take him here, but we'll see. And this is where it gets really hard to stay disciplined when I said um, I don't want to take two aces now since I have one because you still have Scherzer, who's got the hamstring injury day-to-day. He seems like he's not too worried, but still hammies are hammies. you got Zach Wheeler with a shoulder. He might miss one or two starts. Still an absolute beast. you got some some stud pitchers still out there which makes it really tempting to go that direction. But um, we'll see. There goes Max Scherzer at pick 17. So that takes that question off the board. Three picks to go. Let's all cross our fingers for Ozzy Albies. That would be a, a fun, fun gift. Um, uh, Casey, yes, that is who I'm hoping falls to me in round three. We'll, we'll give that away. I'll, I'll post your your question. for You have to be in the chat to see what Casey said. But uh, he guessed who I'm talking about taking. I was going to take him here at pick 20, but I think I'm going to wait till pick 29. If I can hopefully get him, uh, that would be my goal. But Petro Ziello might uh, might get me because he knows uh, my thought process sometimes here. But uh, we're going to hope for Ozzy Albies here at yeah, three picks away. That would be pretty darn sweet if Albies falls my direction. But uh, we'll see. Some of these guys are, are really thinking things through. There goes Shane Bieber. Bieber jumped all the way up. See, things are moving at pick 18. Now, that's a, that's a surprise pick for me because the Biebs, his ADP – has been uh, 31, so he, he he jumped them up at about 13 picks over the last couple days, and that's that's it's a little bit of a jump there, folks. So really interesting to see the Beebs jump up there. I would have probably taken Wheeler. There goes Rafael Devers, so, yep, I have to do it. i got to stay on brand. Those that listen to me and follow my content enough. Ozzy Albies is my dude. The fact he's just fellow pick 20, we're going to have to put the other guys on hold. Casey, guess who the other guy is. If he drops the pick 29, we'll be really happy with our start here. But uh, Ozzy Albies as my second baseman. I will take that. Pretty much 10 out of 10 times, and um, if something happens to him this year, you guys will all know just how good my teams are doing. Let's put it that way. That's going to be a, a tough one to swallow is if, if Albies struggles a bit. But that Atlanta offense is going to be absolutely awesome, so it's going to be um, fun checking that out for sure. 
I think he's going to be hitting first or second in that order with Acuna. Could hit even first, potentially. We saw the power and the speed last year. He's a legit 30-20 guy. He's still very young, still finding his own. That's a, he's a really, really strong option there. Uh, Jordan Alvarez went right after me. He was I was debating him. He's literally a guy. I told you I do these FOMO drafts like towards the end of the season, and I plan on doing one more OC, so maybe that'll be the full FOMO draft. But I did one last year at like a satellite as I was building my bankroll. And um, I had no yard on, and I'm sitting there going, oh, man, we got to – like, this guy's going to be a, a beast, an absolute beast. And it was the day before the season started, and I took him in the second round, and he's he's awesome. He's, he's one of those guys I just – I can't do because I love to get steals early. That's just my thing. I try to get as many five-category, at least like four-and-a-half-category guys, and he's so good in those four categories. He just doesn't do anything in stolen bases, and that makes it really tough. Petroziello with Sandy Alcantara, that is on brand for, for Mr. Petroziello right there. He – uh he loves him some Sandy. Uh, that's that's a big one. Sandy got a bump there too, at uh, round two, pick eleven. He's been going around pick forty two over the last couple of days, so that was a big bump to pick twenty uh, twenty three or so there. Uh, Byron Buxton just got picked. That's who I was uh, talking about. Buxton got picked at pick twenty five. That was a great pick. Four picks away. Buxton's who I wanted. I know Albies wouldn't have fell back, so we went Buxton and went that route. So now it gets fun. Now it gets fun, folks, because there's two players I always look to draft in this range. And it's Tim Anderson and it's Teoscar Hernandez. Well, Teoscar Hernandez with Petro Ziello right there, so that helps that one out. Uh, I love Tim Anderson. He's a batting average asset. He's going to hit you, hopefully, 20-plus bombs. He has a legit 20-20 upside. And it's just about staying healthy and hitting at the top of a just star-studded batting order. So I love everything about Tim Anderson, a lot of Tim Anderson shares. I've even done the Bobichette first round, Tim Anderson, like second or third round picks. I have no problem with that. So I'm really looking to get me some Tim Anderson here. That would be really awesome. Don't really want to take Cedric Mullins. I like Cedric Mullins. Don't like paying this price tag for Cedric Mullins. Like 30-30 was awesome. Let's be honest, the regression monster should come. He might get you 25-25, which is pretty stinking good. But there's also a lot that can fall off there. So one pick away from me, Liam Hendricks, first closer off the board. He went ahead of Josh Hader right there, third pick of round three. So... Those boys are still flying off the boards here, and you, it's understandable in an OC. You want in, in an overall competition, you're going to need those high saves, guys. It's tough to just punt the position, but you can find saves late, especially in 12s. You'll need to get more closers. Like in mains, you can get two closers. It's just you get more saves in 12-team league. That's the easiest way I can say it. There's like numbers crunch. You can look at it. You need more saves overall to qualify in a 12-team or over a 15. So taking those elite guys that can get you 40-plus saves is pretty – I understand the argument. You can always find guys later. You can try to find guys later. That gets fun. Lucas Giolito went at pick four, so Timmy Anderson, come on to Bubba's team. This is this, I told you I was going to try to do a FOMO draft, but here we are. We got Burns, Burns is FOMO, so we got that. But now we got Albies and Tim Anderson just doing it for you. Yeah, Kerwin, no Buxton. I was hoping he was going to fall four picks away, Kerwin. I couldn't pass on Albies. I couldn't pass. Mike Kerwin's in the chat with us, and he he knew that I wanted uh, Buxton. Um, we're, so I'll hope my next guy comes around to be in round four. We'll wait and see, but um, – I couldn't pass on Albies at pick 20. That just wasn't happening. Not not an option in my situation. Matt Olson. Matt Olson coming out of the box there um, in pick uh, pick six in round three. So that's a good one. I think it's going to be really fun to see how he compares to Freddie Freeman by season's end because that shift to Atlanta can be so tremendous for Matt Olson. It just comes down to do the gains he made at the plate, the plate discipline, the aggressiveness on first pitches that are in the zone, just the quality of his contact and, and like strikeout rates in general. If he can continue what he built on last year, the dude's gonna be a freak in that ballpark, like a legit monster. The, the left-handed power plays better, and every power plays better in that ballpark than Oko. But lefties, especially, it's tremendous. 
Um, so it'll be really, really cool to see how that one comes along. Um, here's a good question for you. Here we go. This is why you should come join the chat. So Matt Lee, he asks, are you dropping Trinan in an OC tomorrow? If you have an immediate need, yes. In a 12-team OC, you can be much more um, just go get him with your drops and adds. Trinan's going to get some saves this year. There's no sugarcoating that. He will. And we saw it. Kimbrell did in his first appearance. I think it was, uh, it was a double homer, homer single, the first four batters he faced today. And Dave Roberts already came out and said they're going to limit his early usage. It's going to be all in saves for Kimbrell. They've already, they said it'll, it'll be in save chances, but not a lot of two out of three day, three out of four day type things. They're going to really limit him and keep him careful there. So, Matt, I would drop him trying that just if you so you can find someone you can use now. Trying to get the role, something happens to Kimbrell. He'll still run into a handful of saves because the Dodgers are going to win by 100 games. But it's going to be tough to be like, you could put him in for three weeks and you might not get you one save. The will you bend him, he needs two saves. It's, it's a headache all season. There's other guys you could take your chances on. So in an OC, a 12-team league, Matt, I would be dropping Trinan. I, I definitely would have been. So you got that. Um, Curlin, you are more than welcome to come join the fun if you really want to help mess with me. You're more than welcome to. I like doing this solo because I don't have to worry about you um, annoying me. But if, if you're really that bored um, and you can stop clogging up my feed, you're more than welcome to join me, Curlin. So just let me know. But um, – yeah, back to Matt's question. OCs just in general, you could do a lot more dropping. Um, I know it was a, a question today is how much fab would you spend on um, on Craig Kimbrell if he's somehow available in your league? Not a lot of leagues are going to have him available, but if he is, it's a great question. I was saying like 25 to 30%. I'm not a big fab guy out the gates, especially on closers. It's one of those, and I and it's also because I usually draft closers early, so I feel confident in my, my base. But um it's it's one of those if you're desperate, like say you lost somebody got hurt or you just didn't draft it well or something, um, that's where it gets real interesting that you might need to uh, to be a little more aggressive. But I wouldn't go crazy just because he hasn't looked great. We know he can be great, but he hasn't looked great, and that can make things a, a little tough at times. So just keep that in mind when you're um, you're looking at uh, Craig Kimbrell. And Scott Jenstead said it best. He's thinking probably 30% for – um ocs like 50 percent potentially for mains which i could see making some sense as well based on the different sizes and different needs for uh saves that could be something that uh definitely checks the boxes for you too so something to think about when you're uh doing all of your fun filled uh, ads drops because our first fat period folks is tomorrow night sunday night so don't forget that and if you want some help on that um myself and ryan bloomfield on bubba and the bloom episode two we got that one um we, we got you covered at least a, a head start on things in, in that respect when it comes to um, to getting your first fab period going, talking about some players available, some discussion points on what to do, and um, and how we go about it. Okay, we're about five picks away from eventually my first big splash. We're going to have some fun with this. Um, we His ADP of late, yeah, we're, we're getting closer now. Uh, my pick could be 44. It'd be the new let's, – let's put it this way. It'll be the new um, – the new uh, min pick, the new min pick on this individual. And I want it. This is a FOMO pick, 100% FOMO pick. So we will definitely have some fun on that when we get there. Um, um, Matt Lee says, good call would be worth using for the short weekend, but I've got to wait. That is something I can use for the rest of the season. Exactly. And that's a good point, though, because the short season uh, is in and out. But if you can take advantage of it on this first fab period before people start paying attention to certain players, you kind of want to jump on that as well. Um, Casey asks, on average, how much do you think Brash will go for across most leagues? And more importantly, on average, how do you think he should go for? 
For me, I think he's a stud. I think he's a stud. I want to clarify that. I'm worried about potential innings because he's so young. That's always something I worry about with young pitchers. Sometimes I'm overly cautious in that regard, and I fully admit that. I'd be willing to go like 20%-ish at the most, and I'll probably go like 10% of my budget, so 100 bucks maybe. Um, I think someone's going to really want to get Matt Brash, and they're going to spend a lot of money on Matt Brash. And it could be one of those that pays off in, in just diamonds because if he's that good and he can somehow give you like 140 innings, that would be awesome. But like, let's just be real about it. Let's be brash about the situation. Um, pulling up his fan graphs page for you real quick here. Just overall, like last season between single A and double A, he hasn't even pitched past double A. He threw you 93 and a third innings. So he's going to make the jump from double A to the pros. You're hoping for from 93 to go to like 120, 130. That could be a stud pitcher. You just got to think, does, is he worth a few hundred dollars? Is he worth 25 30% of your whole fab for the entire season? The season hasn't even started yet. That's what you got to think about. And he could be. Don't get me wrong. He definitely could be. For me, not going to not gonna go. Like I said, I'll put like a you know 10%, maybe 15% on certain teams if I'm looking for help. But it's one of those where unless you've had like a major injury or something, knock on wood, you should still be sitting pretty. So – that's kind of where I'd be going in that scenario. We are two picks away from hopefully setting the new men pick on a certain individual. That is the goal right now. And joining us before I make that men pick is one Michael Kerland of the SK Playbook. Mike, how are you doing this evening? Fantastic. I love impromptu uh, invites to pods. I, I didn't. Ex- I mean, I didn't. I didn't think you'd want interruption, but. Well, it's fine. It, it, I can do this by myself all day, but it's also better than you spamming my chat. So it works pretty well. But spamming your chat keeps engagement going. It's just like being here in person. Like, there's no difference. No, I love see, you, where you, Wheeler's you, you, falling, by the way, in these OCs. Yeah, I thought time. I'd bring that up real quick. But no, this is why I want you in here, because you've done some OCs, and I am on the clock. And here is your men pick, pick 44. Previous men pick was 50 of one Robert Witt Jr. There it is. He is um, joining the team. I wanted Buxton. I wanted Witt. Witt I don't think would have felt You know what's funny? Round. I think Witt. The min pick, I have to go look. I'm going to pull up right now. I think the 50 min pick was my draft because I was aiming for him in the fifth round. I was going to take him. I had the 11th pick. So whatever that – I can't see the number here. Whatever that is in the fifth, yeah. um, that's where I was targeting Wit, and he didn't make it to me. So I'm thinking my draft might have been yeah, where the min It would have been started. round five pick two would be 50. Yeah, although I'm going to check right now. But, yeah, so going back to Wheeler, though, real quick, I, I – Think he might miss the first round of the, like, in his rotation. He just came off the. He just came off his what his rehab or bullpen something. He's like, I feel great. I feel fine. Like, okay, cool. That's all I need to hear. If you miss one or two starts, I'm okay with that because I think at the end of the day, most starters aren't going to go more than 60, 70 pitches in their first round anyway. So I like where like what we're able to get in terms of a discount on Wheeler. Yeah. I'm with you there, and, and and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, you know, he's, he's falling, but it makes more sense. Like, I'd rather go Wheeler than Bieber is what I said. Like, I'll, I'll take my chances. Yeah. I'm missing Wheeler for a start or two and go that route. Um, Especially in a 12 where you can make yeah. up, like, their stream of, like, the late-end options. You mentioned a couple names already. I'm not going to throw names out there. I'm just not. Like, I'm not stupid enough to do that. But you'll, you, you'll, you know this. Like, in 12s, look, I actually thought. Look, I used my brain. <laughs> there, there's something up there. It's not just hollow like my wife says. Um, uh, we, we kind of agree to disagree sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Ooh, I, Casty, real quick. Casty, final pick around four. That was a, a, a big mover there. I like that quite a bit. I was actually There it at is. Him. That's the pick I was waiting for to happen. I I was so upset. I was going to take Bryant in in, uh, in the early fourth round. I passed on him for Iglesias in my 
OC and it threw me off. And now I'm I did all right. Everything I apparently have everything fine in that league. The only thing I'm lacking is power, like I thought. So, but Lynn, but uh, Chris Bryant would have fixed that. And there goes Iglesias shortly after. Sorry. Yeah, shortly after. Now I'm like torn on what I want to do here. I I got a lot of Tyler O'Neill shares. I like him a lot. I might go there. I need an outfielder. We have five outfielder leagues. I don't want to wait too long. Mm -hmm. I could roll with George Springer. You're five. We did five outfielders. Yeah. No, Um, I'm saying you're five. I was looking for my team. Yeah, I could go George Springer. I think he's going to be an absolute stud. I'm okay in steals right now, Um, but it's just like he's not going to help a ton. And that's usually against my. My repertoire here but i might i might go georgie like i said this is kind of a fomo draft so yeah. what, what would you do o'neill or george springer um it's an oc you aim for the overall i'd probably go o'neill and i'm not even an o'neill guy like i have one o'neill and it's because uh it was in the tag team where zach really likes him and i was like all right it's fine because i don't have any and he is a guy that kind of hits that like for me i was getting to the back end of my drafts and fomo's kicking in I don't want to be left out on a guy like I'm not a huge O'Neill guy, but I understand the potential and mm-hmm. and the skill set is intriguing. So, yep. but but Springer can legitimately lead the league in runs, and nobody should be surprised. It's just a matter of can he play 140, not even 150. Yep. Give me 140, you know. And I think I'll go back to O'Neill. I like that's why I've been taking him a lot of these leagues because he gives you the five categories. Like assuming he doesn't just completely fall off the map. So I'll go Tyler O'Neill say, with my fifth pick. At least four and a half. Like if he's a yeah. 250 hitter, that's still okay as long as the 30 10 is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's uh, got some more stuff in the chat here. Matt Lee, he says, uh, Wheeler threw 45 pitches today in a, as a and against the minor league squad that was scheduled to do the same Thursday. And his first start is tentatively scheduled for 412. So he's missing one start. And he should be able to go at least 75 pitches. So, yeah, you're not missing as much <laughs> as we thought maybe a couple weeks ago, which is still kind of surprising as ADP hasn't creeped up a little more, like you said. Yeah, because, I mean, what um... – like Verlander went ahead of him in this draft. Nola yeah. went ahead of him. I still prefer Wheeler to them. I can understand Giolito creeping up. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. I can understand. And then, well, Scherzer, I'm surprised because Scherzer's dealing with the hamstring. So they should be yeah. kind of – Scherzer should have came down in this draft more than anything or Wheeler meet him. They should have maybe met up in the third round together. But, um, yeah, like right now I'm not drafting Scherzer in the second round. He, he doesn't even – he's like he even said he's taking it day by day. He might miss yeah. a start or two. Which makes me nervous because I have a lot of – if I was drafting the back end of a 12 or 15 and I wanted a pitcher early, I have a lot of Scherzer shares between mm. a first or a second round pick. And I'm sitting there going, maybe I, I wish I would have had some, I wish I'd have known Giolito was doing what he was doing. Cause those are before spring training started. I'm like, ah, damn, there's that option. So um, it was either Woodruff or Scherzer. So I have a little bit of both. I love Woodruff quite a bit, but um, yeah, Scherzer's news. The thing is, it's like if anybody can get fixed on this and still put together an amazing season, it's not his arm. I'll take the hands. Oh yeah. Like I'll, he, I'll take the he, deals, he deals with getting dinged up once in a while. It's not like it's a huge deal. It's just one of those things. It's like that now that we have this news, he should be falling. Now I wouldn't be too concerned if like I don't actually have any Scherzer, but I almost drafted him. It was either him or Woodruff, but I just love Woodruff too much to pass Woodruff to pass on Woodruff for him. So uh, I took Woodruff over him in my last draft. But Scherzer was very much in play if Woodruff went on the turn. So yeah. I, and right now I'm thinking about it. If I'm not worried about Wheeler, I'm not worried about Scherzer. I think it's a very similar. That's why I said that they should be going closer together, one way yeah. or the other. Which that's all. So I'm with you. I mean, I don't even have any shares, but I'm not concerned all that much. And there goes JT Yamuto. In my like I said earlier, I'll probably say it too many times on the show. This is kind of like I'm trying to do a few things different. Like I still have a lot of players I get, but I'm trying to do it different. I would have taken JT like almost every time in round that fifth pick all the time. That's just my standard. But now I'm going to be like, okay, let's hold off. Maybe get. Uh, you know, Will Smith just went, so there goes that. But maybe get like a Wilson Contreras in a couple rounds or something. I still want to st- – and if that doesn't work, then I'm just going to punt catching. I haven't. I don't punt catching very often, but 
But in a 12-teamer, I'm okay with it because I can find replacement catchers from time to time, like a lot easier than a 15. Yeah. So I'm willing to take that chance. I, I've, I've enjoyed uh, taking – like I got my first Will Smith share the other day. I've been getting a lot of Dalton, Dalton Bar show. But real in quick, a tw- real in quick. A while, this is fre- while this is fresh in my head. So we saw Edwin Diaz go round five, pick seven. We saw Ryan Preston go round five, pick ten. Both over Emmanuel Classe. That's yeah. What me is quite a bit? What a is lot, that actually. about? Classe, and, I have like as my like him and Iglesias like three A three B for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I hate to agree so much, but yes, I, I'm with you. See, this is why I'm glad and, you're on because we can talk about the picks more instead of me talking the whole. I didn't want to, but I just I'm gonna let you drop the names. I don't unless they've been picked, I, and I can't. Yeah. You know, your board's a little blurry on my screen. It could just be my eyes. I'm a little tired. I'm staring at a screen all day. Yeah, that's out oh, of there it is. Yeah. There it is. There's Classe. There he goes. But so I don't want listening. No, I was. Gonna, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to because I, I mentioned Iglesias' name and he went. You mentioned Classe's yeah. name. He went. Well, so there's Classe a re- should have gone around before that. Like that's so, should Iglesias and Classe fell a lot farther than I've seen them fall in a lot of drafts. Yeah, like when we uh, in the fifth, like even in a twelve, those guys go in the third like or fourth. Classe's ADP the last two days, twenty one drafts. Uh, 50 overall, men 39, max 62. He just went at 59. It was almost a new max pick for for Classic. Jeez. You got to love that. Wild. I'm looking at the, so, but going back to the catcher thing real quick is, uh, I just, I, I've been enjoying getting one early like this. Like, it's weird. I usually Chapman, don't. Three straight closers. Oh my goodness. Continue. There it Sorry. is. There's no, there's the run. It, the yeah. run happens in the fifth usually, but, mm-hmm. or, or in the sixth, actually. It happens around that, this area. So it shouldn't, it doesn't really surprise me, but. Oh, I'm just looking. I was um, the catcher thing. I, I've been torn. I've been anti catcher for years, but then you have a lot of smart guys like um, Rob and Toby that are very mm-hmm. pro catcher. Yep. And this year, I'm like, all right, I'll make a point to at least get one good one. So I usually get, I try to get one of my top four, and that's why I was like, let me just. I paid up for Will Smith for the first time ever, and it, again, it just kind of threw off my draft because I'm almost ignoring the fact that he is a he is as good as he is. Because like, my head is like, oh, it's a catcher. Like I have a hard time understanding like a catcher can be special you know it's like it's like it's just hard to imagine because i'm usually the big i'm big on waiting on catcher usually so hey um are you a joe musgrove guy this season i took i i got my fomo share i had a i i, 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 see, I have none that's why i'm asking i'm trying to see like should i pull the pen here in the next one or two picks I, or? I i got him in the fifth round yesterday uh the other yesterday i think it was yesterday i drafted it was the fifth round i think i took him he felt to me and that's why I, that's why i was like i had a weird draft i actually got a lot of like I diversify a lot. I just do. I, I enjoy having a wide, cast a wide net and hope that I, you know, I hit for the most part. But I don't know if I overdid it this year because I've realized I don't have a lot of steady shares of like a certain amount of people. Unless it's DCs where I have like like Matt Manning on all but one of them. Uh, I have Spencer Howard on every one of my DCs. I have that's where I have Roberto uh, Perez on like majority of my DCs. Like yeah. those are my high rostered players. And I realize I have one Jazz. Three bucks, and that's like one of my bigger higher end picks. Like one of my bigger uh, guys, like in terms of a of a top round guy that I have more shares of than most. But like, yeah, do I diversify? I almost think I almost wonder if I over over diversify because I only played. I think I have fifteen leagues this year, which isn't like a mm-hmm. ton, but it's enough. But at the same time, it's like maybe I should have been a little. Maybe I shouldn't have been so like, hey, just all these players, yay! But now it's like, watch, they're, I'm gonna have ones that hit, but they're not gonna be on the same team. It's gonna be yeah. like. That, that's what I'm scared of. Yeah, Casey Webb just went. Webb, he said Webb's still out there. Webb went with pick two in round six. So mm-hmm. Webb just went, and they went freed. I was debating taking freed on the way back, but then I was looking through the queue, and um, like I said, I'm going to be different because I would have taken freed all the time too. And yeah, there's, like there's, a, there's, there's a few names that I'm like, okay, I could see taking some of these guys, so I'm looking at them in the next couple rounds. That could be interesting, but I want to ask about Musgrove because 
I just don't see it with Musgrove, and there's some very smart people that love Joe Musgrove. Like, I love think him. Eno has him top ten. Yeah, I, I think that's like that's the big one. That's like when you say there's some smart people, it's Eno. Eno, it's, there's an Eno bump involved. Yeah, uh, Casey says he sees Presley over Classe. He's more consistent than Classe. Walks fewer guys and plays on a better team. Feels more consistent than Classe. So he agrees with that. I'm curious with Presley. Last year he had a rough start to spring and. He's having it again with the velo, so maybe he'll be just fine. Maybe he's like a granky where it takes a while to get going, but uh, we'll wait yeah. and see on that. And before anybody asks, as I, I'm going to most likely have to take another uh, middle infielder at some point in time because I have Bobby Witt. I drafted him to be my third baseman eventually, just in case anybody's curious. Like, I'll fill the gap at third base later on, but um, the goal is to have him as my third baseman probably in the next week or so. That's yeah. How long? The how, there. What's the in season? Is this is it ten games? Is it ten in season? I think it's ten in season. Um, I got. I feel like we should know yeah. this. Like we we like we I play, play almost enough, exclusively. Yeah. yeah, I play. But... I've changed my route to being almost exclusive. Uh, NFBC. I have two leagues outside of it this year. Yeah, I'm pretty and, much all in it. Yeah, but, but I enjoy a, that. I don't yeah, know. I like. It. I love their stuff. Their draft room is great. Their just overall experience <laughs> is awesome. But. um we're about to get an interesting situation come up here because I'm about to – I'm one pick – oh, George Springer just went. I was just about to say, if he fell to me, I was like, oh, well, here we go again. There's Mondesi, your favorite. Yeah, I have no Mondesi, and I know Either I'm going to And he just went, so that just saved me from having to do something really stupid. So I appreciate that. Um, this is on brand, but it's funny because I don't have as much as him as people might think. So here's my other middle infielder, everybody, Mr. Jazz Chisholm. And I'm surprised my- you don't have more. Because most people that draft with me know I like him, and yes. he goes sooner. So um, I, I'm going to get me some jazzy jazz because I'm a believer. I know there's been a lot of interesting conversations. I'm looking forward to Mike eating a shoe or something, whatever it is. It wasn't me. That I actually was like, I don't buy that he's going to hit where he's. I don't. I, I, I think Solaire is actually going to lead off. At first, I thought it was just getting reps, but we're like three days, four days from the season, and Solaire's still leading off. Jesus Sanchez is still batting in the middle of the lineup, which is awesome for him. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's like. That lineup, I don't understand why he's not leading off against righties, at least to start, just to see if he can just carry over this hot spring. He's had, at least the last I checked, he was having a really solid spring, but the strikeouts were still there, and that is concerning in spring because we know it's volatile with, with Jazz. But it's frustrating because I thought maybe, you know, I I, I think uh, James Anderson sold me on him where I was like, okay, I got to have one share because me and him got into it off. Like, it was actually off camera. I not got into it, but it was actually a really spirited uh, discussion. Jazz has nine strikeouts in 29 play appearances. That's a 30. He's pretty much striking out 30% of the time right now in spring training. That's not what you want to see. That's like Keston Hero type of stuff. You know, the difference is, is Jazz has those tools that can help. Just beat me to it. Thank you for saying that. What? Oh, the, the tools. Kesson, the Keston Hero part. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, because I'm aware, I'm aware that I was rooting for Hero, but the, the thing was, is the huge price difference, you know. Like, but anyway, I just think Jazz also has tools here. Doesn't in terms of like why he can outproduce the strikeout issues because you know it goes back to heck Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill struck out a thirty percent clip last year and still had the year he had. So in this day and age, strikeouts aren't. You're not going to be doomed, but you also have to have elite tools. O'Neill has elite speed, and he had elite line drive uh, skill and barrel rate and stuff like that. So if Jazz can be with elite with the line drive, get the line drives going, barrel the ball well, I think he can at least outproduce some of his expected stats, especially the batting average side of things. Yeah. The counting stat- if he bats fifth, it's not that bad. This line, if you look at the Marlins lineup, it's really not it's kind of it's quietly like solid. It's just I think what it is is it's boring. It's almost like bland. Like all through it, it's like there's depth, but there's no star. Chisholm's kind of the only star, 
but he's kind of buried, like I said, fifth, sixth in that lineup, possibly to start the season. Yeah. But I think that's not going to be as bad as you think, as many people think, because that lineup will be better than most people realize. And he's still going to run. He's not going to just stop running. So um, maybe Ding runs a little bit, obviously, if you're expecting him to lead off more. Uh, the RBI should be better, though. So there's give and take. They just kind of have to – you have to reallocate his stats in your head. Like, well, he might be projected for this many runs because I doubt projections have factored in the fact that he's not leading off. You know what I mean? I doubt which it, means, yeah. so which if you're plugging this into a chart or a sheet as you draft, the, the runs might be higher than the RB. And you have to like, wait a minute, but like you have Ozzy Obbies who should hit towards the top of the line at most days. Tim Anderson is going to lead off. Like you have Bobby Witt's going to bat second most likely. Mm-hmm. You're going to get plenty of runs. So Jason batting fifth actually fits your team better. Plus he brings more speed. So I didn't, you should I, didn't pay, I didn't pay him to say all this stuff, guys. Like this is just beautiful music to my ear stuff because it's just validation for months of trying to bang that drum. There goes Joe Musgrove. And you know, I've been I've been anti chisel too. Oh, it's I like know. no, I'm pretty. Like, I've been vocal, and I came around on him. But I, again, it was only for I have one share, so I came Sam in on him. I'm just I didn't want to miss out. I, I realized I was like, okay, let me not like I could be out on somebody and realize I I could be wrong. So I'm not willing to like I don't want to miss that. I am upset. I don't have more wit. I have I think one share That's which is share not right enough there. yeah but yeah. i don't have them in a big enough i think it's a dc 50 so i'm not exactly happy but i'll take it it's better than being shut out yeah um there's another We're, player i have no i'm not gonna mention but there's another player too i think we've talked about it. i don't have any of them I'm like oh i'm pretty sure i'm not gonna get any before the season's over draft season's over so well you'll have to mention their names when they get picked just so yes. people know yes yeah, there goes Jorge Polanco. that's an interesting pick i think he's a sneaky like he's been my fallback plan if i don't get chisholm i've been going with a lot of polanco um, I just don't believe the powers. What we saw last year, he can replicate that. I think he's a little less than that, but uh, that's just me. But with my next two picks, I got two more to get. Two, two. I'm on deck now. Gossman mm-hmm. just went. Um, I'm gonna. My goal here is to get a starting pitcher and a closer with these next two picks. There goes Kenley Jansen. So I'm debating between Jose Barrios and Jordan Romano. And I said I'm doing the FOMO, and I like more starting pitchers to come. I like Barrios a lot. I'm gonna go with Jordan Romano here as my first I, closer. Oh, round seven. I'm gonna message you something here because I I wanted to have a chance to plead. Hold on. Just say it right now. No, because they're not, they're not picked. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not saying a name. I don't think you. they are. I don't see them on the board. So I'm private chatting. I'm private chatting you. Okay. I and we'll you. talk about. I want. And it's actually a good talking uh, point. It's a great point. We can bring it up. I don't care. Because no, well, no. I don't. Unless you're avoiding them all together. Because I'm not again, drafting. I'm not drafting Craig Kimbrell. Okay. He's asking about Craig Kimbrell. I'll bring because I I was curious why Kimbrell or why Romano over Kimbrell. I'm I'm nervous about his overall production and what mm-hmm. he's just like his min pick 64 to his max picks 310. Obviously, he's traded yesterday, so max is a little off there. But um, I'm not in on Kimball right now. I, I'm nervous. I know he's a beast. I know he's great. I know he's on the Dodgers. He's probably need a ton of saves. But I'll take Romano over Kimball because I think his ratios will be much better than Kimball's. And we could see more strikeouts with Romano than Kimball. And I'll take my chances in that regard. I th- and I, I understand being a little wary of the whole like once he got traded to the White Sox kind of struggled. Obviously, spring hasn't been his friend, and we've seen kind of this roller coaster of Kimbrel. So it's easy to re- remember who he was. It's easy to remember what he did, and then like, but the in betweens, the bumpy in betweens, do get forgotten. But at the same time, Kimbrel was a guy that I think was falling in drafts, and it was so easy to get him as your two that now you have to pay the one the the, the RP one cost for him. So I get it. I was just curious because Romano. I have one, I think one early share of Romano. Oh, that's a mistake pick. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. I can't no. do it. You know, you know me too. Tommy Edmund just went off the board with pick eight of round seven. And if 
you guys have followed me enough. You, I've written articles about not drafting uh-huh. Tommy Edmund. I, I know you have too. You've been banging the drum. Almost, well, I haven't much written any articles. I've just been. I'll say no, I haven't written but, any articles. I've just been. It, you've covered it. Like it's, we're on the same page here. On in January, I, I found it. I victory lap, if you want to call it that, because I was just like, hey, here I goes Kate Kimbrel. By there the way, there is. I told yep. you the second he gets brought up, someone's watching. I don't care. Because watch if well, that's how you want. If that's how you want to play against me in this league, knock yourself out. Like well, yeah, it was. Just, well, it was. Yeah. It was. It was worth bringing up because it's a good talking point. But if someone's watching. Kimbrel's well, he was buried. He's he's buried like one forty ish in ADP, and you saw. I texted. I, t- I typed another name in there because oh, I'm in guy. on him. I'm 100 percent on him. Yeah, that's why that's I'm not another, mentioning him. Yeah, I figured that that's one, why I was that one. Voldemort stays quiet over there. Yes, um, yes, okay. But, that's uh, why I brought up another name in general. I was like, this guy. What about him? Like, I like yeah, this no, guy. I'm 100 percent on him. It's, it might be one of those where I go starting pitcher next and then go back to that guy. That might be my double tap. Instead of yeah. going two closers really early, I might go these two guys here in the middle and walk away situation for a bit. That's yeah, a hundred percent on the table. So I like him a lot. We will discuss him maybe the next round. We'll see. Yeah, but but, uh, uh, but Edmund, uh, I was funny because I mentioned uh, my thing was and again I called it like a victory lap because it kind of was because I was like, hey, in January I went through the rosters. I'm like, look, a lot's going to change, but here's my projected leadoff player, hit leadoff hitter for every thirty, every team, every every one of the teams. I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to randomly drop these names. I think, and I you know, I was wrong about plenty because teams have changed. I said Swanson, and although he still could lead off, I'm not banking on it. Um, I said, uh, I said Jazz. Oh no, I said Rojas actually. So I guess fading Jazz was actually right, even if it was with the wrong guy, because they didn't have half their roster that they have now. The Marlins. But regardless, you get my point. Like I kind of had, I got some wrong, but then I real actually, quick, real quick, I'm gonna hold go you there for a second. So at pick 84 right now, Lance Lynn just went. His ADP over the last couple of days was 68, men, uh, men of 56, low of 85. So um, he just missed a new max pick with Lance Lynn. That one kind of – I was wondering when he would go. That one surprised me a little bit. I'm surprised. He he fell, he fell – I have to pull – I still haven't pulled up my draft. Um, I, I think Witt went later than I'm, I'm, I'm remembering, but I do remember Lynn falling because I was like, if he fa- – like, I took a couple of pictures. I'm like, if he falls to me, I might have to – one of those, like, I'm going to have to alter what I'm doing because – I thought that I, I got, I'm not out on Lynn, so I was like, I'll take him and then just figure it out from there. But yeah, I, I ended up not obviously. I, uh, you don't know that, I guess, but I didn't take him. Instead, I ended up getting Logan Gilbert a few rounds later for oh crap. Well, no, that's you, you can say him. He's definitely a FOMO guy for me. Um, so <laughs> I'm so I've been doing so good. I hate slipping. No, I don't care. Like I'm broadcasting something live. Like I'm already at the risk of whatever the hell happens. And I'm here. This is for the listeners. I'm gonna feel confident no matter how I draft. Like if I don't get Logan Gilbert, I don't get him. Like, I don't even have him in my queue right now. I did um, good. I did good typing the other guy though. That, yeah, that's way. That guy's actually typing in there if you want. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll keep typing in there instead of saying you know. Loud. You know what's funny? We'll see if this guy's really listening. He's on deck. Jose Barrios is still there. Hummel. Jose Barrios is still there. Are you listening to me? Are you gonna he's take like, him? Uh, but he has two starters. Who would he, take? He's taking. He's taking two guys we've talked about so far. So let's see if he's really listening. No, there it is. India. No, no, the guy at the break now is the one. Oh, I was, I'm oh I'm on a delay then. I'm looking yeah. at your board. I'm watching your board. Your board's on a delay. Okay. Okay, yeah, because uh Hummel's on the clock now. Because so. I just saw India go. Just even, son of a gun. Oh, there, is there it is. Yep. Maybe he's <laughs> <laughs> there's funny. no way. There's no way. He's three for three now on names we've mentioned. That's good. That's good stuff. So I guess we're gonna have to start muting things now. That's good. Um, okay, well, I have a dude circled that I was I didn't kind of think Brios was going to make it to begin with, but uh, I have a guy circus, circled I have zero shares of, and I know people like Jeff Erickson and others are, are huge fans of him. So oh, I don't I don't know who it is, so we'll see. I'm thinking I'm going to uh, have to jump on this one, um, and we'll see we'll see how this one goes because this could be 
a lot of fun and he falls to me i've been kind oh, of uh, someone uh the, in your comments said lynn was taken out early tonight did i didn't see that oh, and you know me I've, 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 I've been reading a whole bunch of news stuff tonight. yeah you've been you've been sharing <laughs> stuff a ton um, I'm like I'm just re- I went through I went through a mine I did my own mining the news this evening I was like I got some downtime let me go read some stuff. Let's see I just uh, good old Twitter, um, Lance Lynn Lance Lynn. I'm gonna uh, search his name. Trade one nothing. Yeah, I'm searching him and I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, nope. Just said he's not having an ideal start is a headline I saw. Lance Lynn is so awful. Pulled with two outs in the second inning. He likely ran in the third. He's just not pitching good, it looks like. I don't know if he's oh, actually yeah. hurt or not. Um, and here we are. I'm on the clock, and I'm going to take him. My first share, Alec Manoa. This is a I, guy I'm pretty pumped on. I don't have any because I was, like, nervous. Don't, is he going to have the innings? Is he not? Like, where are we going to go with this? But again, Did you see my FOMO list? He was on there. Oh, guy, on I, I, I have I none. I did not say it. Now I have one. You know, And he threw 111 innings last year. He, he's got the build. Maybe I'm just overthinking his. If he can creep up to like 150, go like Freddie Peralta style, this could be a monster season for Manoa. So I'm going to take my chances there with Mr. Uh, Mr. Alec Manoa. We'll see how that one uh, pans out. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely in on um, I'm in on him without ha- – it's one of those things that I can be in on a player and not have any shares because I just never wanted to pay the price. It's for, and It's going to suck because it's like, well, I, I, if I was in on him, that technically – I guess I can't say I'm in on him if I don't have him. I admit that much. That's fine. I just yeah. I like I like I like the idea of them. I'm rooting for, them. and that's another thing. I, I genuinely root for players to do well because it's good for baseball. Even, but I'm just hoping that my teams just perform better. I can I root for everybody. Just I, I root for my teams more. That's how I look at it. And that's um, a that's a fair fair assessment. That's for sure. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Ryan Reynolds, so yeah, Brian, good. I love that guy. guy. He's a guy I have none of. That's that's one guy that I, I'll probably regret big time as we especially if he gets traded. Yeah. He's going to be a tough one. Well, I know who my next pick's going to be if he falls. This this will be a uh, okay. A team, a team Tatis. Pick. Tatis. Tatis just went. That's I, I can't do pull. it. Pick ninety four overall. Let me uh, pull up. I got the ADP page out here. For I, I can't. Say. His uh, over the last two days, men forty pick one ninety one ADP eighty eight. So it's it's in range with where he's been going. I can't I just, do it either. I can't do it because I'm even worried when he comes back. Do they let him run? Like what do we do? Kershaw's a sneaky pick. He's been kind of on my FOMO list. Um, yeah, because he's I actually he, he's it. the only one staying healthy out of the. Like, oh, I guess him and uh, Verlander are the guys that came back and are kind of healthy. Like, I just I, I read so, oh something else I read about him, but I I didn't want to over analyze it or read too yeah. much into it. But when I when I got the Kimbrel quote, there was also something in there. It was actually an article about Kershaw. Now, I, I, I think Mark Pryor, the pitching coach, was saying, which is weird to say. I, I'm assuming it's the same Mark Pryor that comes Mark Pryor. Pretty sure it is. Yes. I mean, there's not that's not a very common name in baseball circles, but anyway, uh, he was saying. God, that makes me feel old. I was a kid. I used to love Mark Pryor. Um, uh, he no, no Casey. That's not who I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about a hitter, not a pitcher. I'm done with pitchers right now. Oh, I'm surprised. Okay, now I'm now, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, this is a team Bubba pick. Like okay. people that listen to me and follow me enough, this is this is one, and um, it won't be his men pick. That's for sure. It'll be four picks off his men pick. But. Oh, Tatis. Uh, we're, oh, no, we're, talking, we're talking about Kershaw. And they pretty much, I think he said something along the lines of any pitchers one pitch away from like something. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Are you guys that concerned oh, about him? It... Petrozzello took Reese. That was the guy I was going to take. Was he? That's a smart. He listens to my shows all the time. So that was smart move, Dan. Smart or Dave. Smart move, Dave. You did well there. <laughs> you got me. Um, so that means I might uh, go with my catcher's discussion we talked about earlier. I might go Wilson Contreras here because he's one of the one of the catchers 
the power, and he actually can steal you some bags. He he kind of intrigues me a little bit. I'm just gonna bring up the guy that I put in the chat again, just to remind you that that's there too. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Let me let me see something real quick before I get <laughs> dumb on this one. But yeah, you're probably right. I probably should go that route real quick. Um, yeah, because his men pick just passed, so he won't he won't make it back to me. Yeah, we're gonna go that route because I'm a huge fan of him. So let me cue him up here. Yep. Let's see how that goes. We are going to go with well, – I'm going to wait 26 seconds before I say anything else and see what yes. happens since Hoskins just disappeared. Um, yeah, Petroziello just typed in the chat here in the in the NFC. Sorry, Bubba. Right after he picked Hoskins. Because <laughs> he, he knows. He knows 100%. So That's that was funny. Hopefully he listens to this episode tomorrow or Monday. He'll know I'm talking about him because uh, I had him all queued up. His, uh, Hoskins' men was uh, 97. So Petroziello got him at 99. Or 98. He almost set them in. But I'm going to go with the man you're talking about, my second closer, Taylor Rogers of the Minnesota Twins. Big fan of what he can do there. I think he's getting underappreciated as my closer, too. Now I can kind of wait on closers for a while. So, yeah, that's who we were talking about. You know, Rogers wrote mono. I think I still have two elite closers without having to break the bank for elite closers. That's, like, that's how they're, that's they're, how kind, of, they're kind of they're towards the end of like that tier of kind of comfortable actions kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, Rogers has been a guy that I, I'm two for two in my. I, I did two OCs, and he was my second closer in both of them because I did view him as a guy that was going to. Especially the thing is, is after the Twins decided to do a complete 180 and go for the playoffs, all yeah. out of nowhere, it went from being okay. Rogers is probably on his way out to wow. Rogers is a great value, and everybody else climbed up draft boards but him. Like you saw, you saw a Trinan move up. You saw other guys like that move up way up, but he never did. It was the weirdest thing. And it's um, funny because I've been targeting. I think I took him in the eighth both times, and you got him in the middle of the ninth. So that's kind of a nice little little. I have to go again. I have to go look exactly where I got him. I'm trying to pull up my shares though. Of uh, I forgot why I was. I, I'm trying to find like my most uh, my most rostered higher end guy. I was curious because again, I'm just so diversified that I'm upset. I'm almost upset. I over diversified. Like there goes Christian Yellick, pick 103 overall. I just can't do it. I have zero Yellicks. Four outfielders for that fell, team already. Fell forever. I just couldn't do it anymore. That team has four outfielders already, too. That's kind of early. I mean, not that you should. I mean, you, have, you need five. I get that. But there's four, so many later, four, there's so four many through later nine. outfielders, yeah. man. So many later outfielders. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. There goes Shane McClanahan at pick 104 for Casey, who was asking about McClanahan. So he just went. Um, I'm so I'm so excited about McClanahan. Like, I'm rooting for him so well because he kept falling as an SP3 for me in, in 15s. And yeah. I would always take him because I'm a big uh, I can't say their name because I know you actually, you know, I guy didn't because I know you like this guy. Don't know how you feel about him in this format. So I'll type his name, but uh, got a lot of this guy. And this is why I would usually take oh. this person. Yeah. Instantly. So you know, it's scary. You know, it's scary. You know, again, we'll let you guys know the secret when he's picked. Uh, there goes Bregman. I was going to ask about him, but um, I don't have many shares because, more people love him this year than last year because I had him everywhere last year. Everywhere. I, it was weird. So, and if you if you mod, if you were drafting early, I know you were. So you know he was uh, he was kind of higher mm-hmm. dropped, and I yep. think he's kind of settling like in between of like started up high, ended up here, and then kind of came back up. I don't know. I I wrote I wrote him up recently, and I was like because I haven't been doing a lot of player analysis writing ever since spring, spring training started i couldn't imagine why and uh, not busy doing anything else at all right because gosh no, i gotta nothing. dude um, honestly i love doing it but man am i ready for that for it to be over because <laughs> yeah, it's every day 
you'll find well I, I i nope i nope i told you i'm done i'm hyper focused i i already promoted what i'm doing in season i am doing something daily in season it's just montas, that's good that tr- the chart itself the chart itself takes about like an hour and a half to two hours a day like if i if i was just doing a daily write-up of notes on on the on lineups that wouldn't be more than maybe an hour the longest sometimes it just what takes long is actually getting lineups released by the way so, we just got frankie montas to pick 107 that's his new max over the last couple of days I, I I love the idea. I love Montas skill set wise. It's the team context. He what is he gonna get? Like eight wins if we're lucky. I guess you draft him assuming he's gonna get traded. Like he almost got traded the last couple of days. Like every other day, it seems like someone's trying to trade for him right now. I, I, it's one of those things that I find it weird that tra- I, I you know you almost forget that baseball just started like two and a half weeks ago. Like kind of just kind of, <laughs> and now we're almost starting the season. That's why I, the Kimbrel tra- I gave up on Kimbrel getting traded. I had a lot of early Kimbrel. I moved off of it because I was like, oh, this is not good. I need to get off of this train now. And I'm and now it worked out for me. So my early drafts, like I had a draft one of my one of my DC fifties because I did some of those to get ready for this because twelve teamer concept. Um, I got my two closers were at one point where Will Smith and my only Will Smith share was that team and Craig Kimbrell. I'm like, well, good thing I have Matt Barnes. I was my ne- Matt Barnes for like a couple weeks was my top closer. Now I, I have Kimbrell I back. I don't mind Matt Barnes. That was my top closer, but I don't mind Matt Barnes. I no, I know, but he was sure. my third. He was my third yeah. guy and at 50. And now then mind, he turned into my Matt. And then, but, he, but then he turned into my top guy after two got one guy wasn't traded and the other guy wasn't, you know, no longer the start, the closer anymore because Kenley came on. So it's like, yeah. I was like, oh crap! But luckily, again, so I, I just got bailed out because uh, that team was hurting for a closer. So Blake Snell just went after Frankie Montas, and and I, I'm a big Montas fan. I have a, a a handful of shares. I'm like all in, but Snell I have none of, and I just I get so I, I don't know. I, I just I know how he finished the season. It was great. We saw kind of a pitch mix change for the better. Uh, we saw the Vila look a little better. He attacked the zone more. That's kind of what yeah, he needs to do. It's just can he continue that? Are we going to get <laughs> six innings every start out of him? There's just I haven't seen consistency since the Cy Young year. I just I can't trust it right now. There goes Jacob Degrom at pick one oh nine, first pick of round ten. I'm surprised. My goodness, there goes Wilson Contreras. Then he, go, I think, I think I saw someone tweet. I think it was Yancey that tweeted that uh, he went to something in a main or something. Uh, D- DC, he's doing. A oh, DC, DC, DC. Yeah, thank yeah. you. But like over the last two days, the max pick on Degrom was two eighty. He just went yeah. on one ten. Like I'm, I'm willing to let people, someone else, especially in a twelve. Let somebody yeah. else hold them, because yeah, I was, you're, I was wait, you're waiting. Draft them. You're waiting what four weeks just for the MRI to be taken. That doesn't include if it's okay. He has to ramp up. Now don't get me wrong. Four months of Degrom, assuming that he doesn't have another setback throughout the season, which is a hard assumption to take at this point because he couldn't even get through spring training. But uh, Degrom, we're talking four months of Degrom. That's still league winning, especially Ooh, at pick hundred. Dirty, dirty pick. I wasn't going to take another picture yet, but I was staring at him. I'm like, I look, hey, he's I, coming up. Bassett and Ivaldi, I really like those picks right there. Okay. I'm afraid to mention a name, but I kind of want to. Don't mention it. Him. Type it. Type it. Type it. Don't mention okay. it. Type it. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> this is for the, the, the listeners here. I understand, but Bubba, it's not like. I'm yeah, sorry, I just, but I like. Typed it. I just typed it to you. You don't have to. He just. They just went. Oh, literally, as I typed it? Yes. I guess as I, typed I just, it, he saw just it, went. Yeah. yeah, he just went. Um, in the chat here, Casey just posted that uh, James Fagan on Twitter is a beat reporter for the White Sox. Lance walked off the mound gingerly and is being oh. looked at by a trainer. He's leaving the game. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate that. That's, That's good really good info, man. Thanks. Yeah, now, now I'm kind of glad. God, I dodged that bullet. So now I'm on the clock or on deck here, and um, I'm hoping this certain bat, this big bat, in a big, big ballpark where balls like to fly. 
I knew, uh, I had I swear as soon as you said Big Bat, the name yeah. crossed my mind. I'm I think hoping, I know who it is. So. I'm hoping he 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 doesn't get picked here because that would make me very angry, Burnett. That's all I'm gonna say. Make me very angry since uh since Petra's yellow took my other boy already. So um and in the in the chat here, I'm not gonna tell all the trade secrets, but oh um, big bat, but not the one you wanted. Nope. But uh someone else in the chat said they were gonna take DeGrom with their next pick. So he was going that round, which is I'm kind of surprised. I'm really, I mean, I don't like to call people like, it's not, that's who, as soon as you said Big Bat, and you obviously. Come on down, CJ. Come on down. When you said, uh, when you said Big Bat and you said the ball likes to fly out of the park, I'm like, uh, obviously, I know who, and it was already, I already had an idea. And the reason why I even had an idea was because you missed out on Hoskins. I figured you were looking at first base now. 100%. Because for me, it's like, I want Hoskins, Cron, Bella, one of those three. Then that next group of first basemen that I like a lot, I want as my corner infielder. I don't want them as my starter. I don't. If if, if worse comes to worse, I'm okay with the Votto's of the world. The you know that whole I love grouping. Oh man, I, I love him. I love him as my corner infielder. But if he asks me my first baseman, that's fine. I just prefer, yeah. kind of prefer to uh, go a different direction per se. Why do I have such a hard time there finding Miles Straw? Miles Straw. That's a so, guy I have no shares of. And I, I have no FOMO or shares, and yeah, that's fine. Exactly. Let me be very clear. No FOMO uh, okay. either. A great, great. Uh, so Zach's been put, put, you know, Waxman. He has the draft champion, the draft champions pod, and it's been really wacky lately. Like in a, to a point where it's like, what's going on? I can't follow. But he had the war dog on tonight, and it was actually a really good listen. And I hate to say like, oh, actually, because his pod has its moments. Like there's times where I love it when he had Phil on and other guests, and there's times where it's like, dude, I, I text him, I'm like, I can't listen to this. I can't follow along. I lose track of like what's happening. But anyway, um. Going back to trying to get back on track here, rolls in. They mentioned Straw and how neither one. Of, I think they were both talking how they don't like building around him, which was kind of cool to hear Zach Fine talk about players. Now that I think yeah. he's finishing up his drafts a little bit, I know exactly. he's not done. Now that he's all done. But um, he that and, and the thing, Dansby, by the way. Yeah, see, I was in, and now I'm just kind of like, all right, let's somebody else do. Ooh, see, I I'm so intrigued by Muncie because yeah. the, the whole. I know that it's hard to comp him to Otani. But at least you've seen a track record of a player recently play through TJ for a whole season. Ooh, good, good Lord is Guriel pick Petro. I was looking at him right there. See, Petro listens to too much of my content. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Um, oh, I got a FOMO pick coming up. This could be fun. I have no shares. It's a, but, but real quick, uh, real quick about uh, Straw, though. They mentioned how having Straw is such a detriment to power that people are always saying, oh, you can make up power. In order to make up that power, you have to take Straw out of your lineup because you have to fill that spot with power. You can't fill yeah. you can't fill the power with your on your util because you probably already have somebody hitting for power on your util. So, yeah, unless, unless Straw gets you a, a huge edge in stolen bases early on and you can take them out, he, you can't fix the power problem. Because you're I legit, I legit um, uh, a follower of mine was DMing me asking some questions about adding and dropping certain players on his waiver wire, and he showed me his roster, and I said, "Well, drop Miles Straw." And he said, "Well, I wanted steals." I said, "Well, he's on your bench, so what's he giving you steals for?" And he's like, yeah. "Well, I thought I, I thought I'd put him in from time to time." I said, "If you're not going to start him every day, you shouldn't keep him." Let's just put it that way. So, yeah, and it's hard yeah. because, like, honestly, we could be wrong. And that's another thing. You have to remember, we're giving our best educated advice. I, I want to make sure I put that out there because we aren't going to we're going to be right more than we're wrong. But people will remember what we're wrong for. That's all they remember. <laughs> so yeah, they remember I think you're right. I, I agree with that analysis you gave. By the way. For what, I mean, I don't know if that's worth much to anybody listening, but yeah. I agree with Bubba on that call. 
it's just no, one of those things. It's just like, like, you can't like pick and choose with a guy that's going to try to steal bags. That's just my my two cents. Yeah. You're going to end up mad more than you're right. The same with like closers. Like I said at the very beginning before you came on with the trying question. It's like if you keep him on your roster and you play him for three weeks, he gets you no saves. You're like, oh, this sucks. You bench him. Next thing you know, he's going to get you all the saves. You're just like, well, this really sucks. That's <laughs> that's what they do. That's what they do. So here's a FOMO pick. I'm taking him a little early. Uh, I'll be honest here. But, uh, you know, I only have one outfielder, and I love the power from this individual. I feel like I'm okay with batting average. I got a pretty good steals base right now, and I'll get some more steals later because I have some targets I like in the steals department. But Hunter Renfro, come on down. Hunter Renfro, come on down. I might regret that one, but 12-team league, I'm willing to take the chance on Renfro. I'm trying to think who – oh, wait, you know what? There is somebody I want. I would like. I would have liked more, and I think they're still there. I'll, t- I'll type it in. I probably have I'd... highlighted, so type them in. Go for it. So I'm not, I, I, this is where I just sit and fill my my queue up. I tell people this anytime they ask questions. I said just in between picks, just go through and fill up your queue and then navigate your mm-hmm. queue. It makes it so easy. Like I'll have 30, 40 dudes in my queue at a time. Just I did manage. that at the end of a draft and it screwed me because I put Rojas at the top of my. Oh crap! I just said the name. I said a name, but uh, it's not even a good name for a twelve teamer anyway. But I'm dropping them. I'm, I, I actually picked them ahead of somebody else, like by like almost like fifty picks, and I'm and I'm actually looking to drop him this Sunday already because he just wow. doesn't fit I, I don't need that skill set it's kind of like media it's more of a dc skill set i typed uh, the, the other name the, name, the name you typed i was looking at him very similar to run from exactly and, I, and, I, tr- and I, uh, I i think i i like I him more I, I think i trust renfro's batting average more mm. but it, it, it's it's a great comp I'm not gonna argue that one. And mm. I was looking at him and he's fallen quite a bit in this draft. That's why yeah. that's why I looked yeah. real quick. I'm like, I don't see him. No, and I like him. Still. I he's personally like him more. And we're not talking about Cody Bellinger, people. I'll give you that one there. Um, yeah, you don't just want asked, Cody? he says, Are we in the Bellinger zone? What gave it away? I'd, I'd rather draft Cody Bellinger than Gavin Lux. If that makes you feel any better. I'll throw that name out there. Why 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 are those why are those names even in the same conversation? <laughs> there goes Jesse Winker. Well, certain people think Lux is the next Greek god. So we've talked about um, this, I know. My, yeah. I, I I'm swerving, man. I'm completely swerving. You know my stance on it. I, we can hey, talk about quick, it. But... Real quick, the name that you, you typed me, and again, people I'll will reveal the name when they're picked, but would you have gone Winker over that individual? Not anymore. Not with the move to to the park. Yeah. I just I I was a huge Jesse Winker guy. For me, Winker would have been where like in that right in that range where you took Chrome probably like in that I, I would have considered Winker with Chrome just because I thought like I I would have just probably taken Winker first because I trusted the batting average a little more. But I like I actually have Chrome quite a bit. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I Winker would have been a round or two ahead of where he's going. I I'm upset. Oh, there goes the guy. Anyway, that we were, that I typed to you. Yeah, Mitch Haniger. That's who we were talking about. He was comparing Mitch Haniger to Hunter Renfro. I think it's a very good comp. A very good comp. I think uh, they're very similar. I just trust Haniger more because I've seen him do it more than once. Renfro kind of put it all together but, last year. But Haniger hasn't stayed healthy until last year. Well, you can't. I mean, the There's dude freak lost, injuries. He got hit he, by He lost a testicle. Yeah. Like, he lost. He legitimately lost a testicle. I probably wouldn't play either if that was the case. I get it. But, <laughs> I hope they'd never play again. Yeah. But um, it's, it, it, it's just, you know, you got to look at some of the facts of life here. And uh, that's where we're sitting. So. We'll see. I, it might be one. And, and Hanniger's 100% a FOMO guy. I have none. And usually yeah, it's, again, I have usually it's because there's no stolen bases. And then I say that, and then I, I take Renfro. But I like my base, and there's a bunch of guys coming up that I, have two I like Hanager. for steals. So. I, just, I, found, I finally was able to pull up my uh, my shares. I have two Hanniger and two Winker, and I would have had more Winker had the whole, like, him not getting traded thing happened. Because I was very – and I have – dude – I have so many players, two, three, one. Like, I don't have, 
I, I told you I overdid it. I overdiversified. But it also comes with playing different formats, 15s versus 12s. I think that's where the diversification really hit. Um, yeah. I, I, I only changes have... a lot of things in drafts. Like when we give our players shares, that's a great point because that really changes a lot of things we do. I only have six players. I'm in, I only have six players with 50% roster ship or more. On le- there goes Bellinger. There goes Bellinger at the end of round they 11. They can have him. So Wait, is the that the DeGrom? That's the district, DeGrom guy. The individual, yeah, I was going to say, the district draft to Cody Bellinger also has drafted Jacob DeGrom. That, the thing is, though, in OCs. Shooting for the moon. Shooting for the moon. In OCs, you, like, the, the, the take, you don't make a lot for winning your league. Not that yeah. you shouldn't want to win it. You still, like, what, quadruple your money. It's like not like you don't win anything. Yeah. But it's it's the overall. You're, you're going for the overall with these. Like, DCs, you get a good amount of money back for winning your DC compared to what you put in. And obviously, the DC overall isn't nearly as big but for ocs i was taught like people were like hey man you really gotta shoot that's why i told you jazz wasn't a target of mine most of the time but in a dc i wanted i was like that's the perfect place buxton i was in on i was like let me definitely get him in one of mine see i only have three buxton but i have three buxton i I feel like i feel like i have more but for me three is a lot i have three crone i have three lao I, oh, just, too loud. I just typed yeah. you my next pick because it's an overall. I want this individual next. Yeah, and we could talk about something that's very intriguing about him too. If, yeah. Assuming you get him, I'm obviously not going to mention it. Yeah, um, it, it's it's. A, I'm a big favorite. If anybody follows me, you know, you'll know who it is the second I pick him because it'll all make sense of what I'm saying. But it'll be his new men pick. Let's put it that way. We're gonna dance. Yeah, and um, I have a, I have a fun comp for you with this one. I just, hope like, it's not, I just hope it's not negative. That's all I know. No, 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 no. It's it's a fun one. As in, like, I I could see this guy. Yeah. I could see this guy being this type of player without the cost. So it's a um, good comp. I'm, I'm going to mention a player's name, and it might oh, go against me. What? Why do you do this to yourself? You're going well, because I'm not, I'm not going to push the envelope because <laughs> it looks like he's not starting the season in the majors anyways. That's Julio uh, Rodriguez. Okay, is, that's one, that's yeah. one of the names, yeah. which is criminal. Um, MLB Dream. Um, He's he's a very very smart analyst, very good at betting, and he comped him to a future Ronald Acuna Jr. Thoughts? I can see it potentially. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big comp. Yeah, you know who else was comped to something similar was Lewis Brinson. Like that's what scares me. Yeah, <laughs> Brinson yep. was supposed to be the next big thing, and it, it just doesn't always pan out. And I and I hate like not that it's it's hard to it's apples to oranges. I get it, but Ooh, it's frustrating it. because I understand I understand the fun the fun thing about the good thing about the way the game's going is that it's easier to foresee how prospects are going to turn out. So that's kind of cool. Like I think there's more, you can have more confidence in that compared to before back in the day, yeah. but it's still something I don't want to, like I still something I, I feel like that's risky to make that comp, but I, it's not like I can't see it. I, I can totally can. It's an interesting group of picks. that just went Cronenworth, Willie Adamas, who's banged up. Chris, uh, he played, he played today. So yeah, he's back. fine. But Cronworth, yeah. Chris Taylor, kind of like a Spider-Man gif. Um, mm-hmm. And then Andrew Kittredge, who I, the buzz, he's popping up because the Fairbanks <laughs> news. Like, I get it. He's awesome, and he should be the the, the closer one in Tampa. But that's still it, – it's dicey with some of the potential closers still on the board. This is why I went Romano Rogers early to avoid that situation, yeah. basically. <laughs> and that's why – and that's – yeah, that's why I did the same thing. Like, especially – I guess I should probably sort – because I'm looking – again, I'm looking at my roster – and it's like Seth Beers up there. Varsho is my most rostered catcher. I have four shares, which is a lot. 
like that's for me that's 33 percent of my leagues of our show so he's already gone that's always why i'm mentioning him but i have got oh god oh you know i have a lot of from early early drafts uh, and he, he's not gonna be drafted andrew stevenson i, I can talk about him <laughs> I, you, can andrew talk you, you can talk all you want about him yeah that's why i brought him up i mean there's a guy that you and i both love there's two guys and i've already named one in the chat so i'll name the other one and i'm sure you'll be looking at but uh He's one of those guys that's I, I have rostered in a lot of leagues as well. All right. Here's my men pick, Joe Adele. I absolutely love Joe Adele. He's actually going to make the team now because they got rid of Upton, so there's no questions. He's actually hitting the spring. He's a prospect that is taking longer to figure it out, but he's still figuring it out. I think this is a legit 2020 guy with, if things go bonkers, could get you like 25, 25 or better. Like, I love Joe Adele, at least power-wise, maybe not the skills, but he's got more speed than people give him credit for. So, Well, here's the thing, the encouraging thing. I I wanted to mention, by the way. Yes, I know you do. (laughs) You and I are very, very – two of the guys I put in this chat, which we'll bring up both of them when they get picked, and uh, both the guys, like, you and I have been very, very big on. Um, Anyway, the the Adele comp is like a a chisholm. Like I don't see much of a difference in the potential for volatility, but the potential for but the potential for upside in terms of power speed. So and Adele, the big thing that caught my attention from him this spring, which makes me miss, wish I had more. Which actually I have to I think Zach because he's the reason why we have him in the tag team because I was out on him. Adele Adele stole three bases in spring. If you're gonna look at anything and zero caught stealing by the way, and. The reason why that matters is because he's running when it doesn't matter. So I'm assuming that not only does he have a green light, but he obviously has the intent to run. Maybe that'll carry over. Yeah, uh, I don't disagree with that one bit. I think it's a a good comp, actually. Like there's there's definitely a floor with the Chisholm or an Adele, but there there goes Julio Rodriguez at the end of uh, round twelve. I don't disagree with trying for him. It's just uh, we saw what they did with Clinic last year, and I'm just nervous, very nervous. But Clinic, uh, <laughs> Clinic, he he just went right before him too. Yeah, that's an interesting back and forth. But Julio Rodriguez and Eduardo Rodriguez went back to back to the same person. So get your Rodriguez on there, folks. Yeah, no um, kidding. This is going to be fun, my next pick. I'm kind of going back and forth here in round 13. Kinda I like want, that Gilbert pick. Yeah, kind of wanting to get a, a, a catcher here. And um, I'll just say the two names because I'll get one of the two unless people are really listening. Well, you have two people. You might yeah. want to wait one pick because they yeah. both don't have one. So. I'd be shocked if they take if one of these goes right now and they go, oh, you son of a. But uh, uh, no, they did not. Okay. Go. So Tyler Stevenson and Mitch Garver, like Stevenson was, better batting average, Garver better power. I was I about think. to type Garver. I was, I was about to type Garver into I'm the. Tempted into to take the, Garver yeah. in the upside there in Texas. That's really where I'm tempted to go. But uh, so you go Garver over Stevenson. Um, I'm. I don't know how to feel about Stevenson. I just let me look at his stats. I, I just want to know if he's going to fall into the power because we know it's there. The dude's like six four, two fifty. He's yeah. built like a brick house, but he's doing what he like right now in spring training. And I'm not looking for. I just want to see if the power is showing up. He's batting three sixty four, but with two doubles, no home runs. So the out of his what eight hits, so he's not like the extra base hits are kind of there but he's not showing any form of power again. And that's frustrating because I think what with Stevenson is what 50% ground ball rate. Yep. I know. All, rate. I know if he could just uh, elevate a little bit, we'd be good, but I don't know, man. Yeah, like, no, Mitch, I'm, Garver. Mitch Garver, I, one o'clock. We're going Garver. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Stevenson. Like I, I obviously the batting average is there. And from a catcher, that's very valuable. He's going to play a lot. He's in a great ballpark and he hits for a great average. He, Stevenson does, but I almost feel like Garver is kind of like the fun upside play. You know who's following a, following a ton in drafts, and I'm going to say because I'm not going to draft them, but two guys are still sitting there. Ryan Mountcastle and DJ LeMahieu 
are both falling keep, a ton. Keep them both. You can have both. I have zero shares and no FOMO, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, they are dropping a ton right now. Like, I understand Flaherty falling, Will Smith. I get it. Those make sense. But Mountcastle and DJ falling quite a bit is it's a bit surprising to me to be honest. So I wonder if the narrative is getting out there about DJ because I know I get a lot of pushback, but I've been pushing hard with that whole. I think, DJ, I think DJ. I think DJ. How are people pushing back when you're legit showing them this is? Oh, there goes DJ right there. there when people, uh, like you're legit showing them how the lineups are being built, it's like okay, where's he play? Like explain it every day. The thing is though, and the thing is though, is it's just my argument is is he he's he the bat's probably still as good as ever. I don't think he's having a like, but there is a chance he's like what well, I always I always forget his age. He's like thirty two or thirty three. I don't remember exactly how old he is. But the reason why it doesn't matter is because what if what we saw last year is kind of who he is. Like there's a chance Lemayhu, he's thirty three years old. He's batting one eighty two this spring. There's a chance he finally hit the hit, hit the, the cliff. Yeah, it's very possible. Very. And very possible. obviously, I'm not going to bank on twenty four plate appearances, but Lemayhu also played through injury last year. He's not, and Torres is actually hitting very well in spring, and he actually has a, t- well, damn it. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say names. Yeah. But uh, it's one of those things, it's like, he. I guess what I'm getting at is he's not outperforming him, and Torres has nowhere else to play. Torres has already been said to be the backup catcher. Like that, I mean, backup, sorry, not catcher. That would be very intriguing. Yeah, be very <laughs> backup shortstop. Backup shortstop, and we all know how atrocious Torres is at shortstop. So yeah. ultimately, I think it's, I think, LeMay is the outside looking in, but I think LeMay is going to still play five gate days a week just because he's going to bounce around from third to second to first, giving all these guys days off as they rotate through the DH and stuff. However, maybe they sit him twice a week. And now you're looking at a guy who compiles, who, who's not going to be getting the stats because he's not compiling enough. And it could be a way because the Yankees want to keep everybody healthy. If LeMahieu's not playing 150, he's not valuable to a fantasy team. Bingo. That's the thing with him. He has to accumulate it, like you said. But the Yankees do... The Yankees do tend to deal with injury, so there's a clear path to him getting there. Yeah. But it would have to be via Donaldson, I guess, because you have um, which would be Rizzo. crazy. But I guess you hope you not hope, but you you're relying on the injuries basically, or or significant underperformance. Either way, you're rooting for something negative for him to yeah. kind of get everyday plate appearances. Because uh, IKF as gross crazy. as gross as it is, IKF is still the best shortstop on this team, and yeah. this is a t- this is a team who doesn't need to force offense. Let's this have some fun team. with this real quick. Now you mentioned IKF because it brought up another thought. So like Higashioka is crushing it right now. Sorry, he, see, I told you I don't know if you I don't no, know if you wanted Torres. I, I wasn't but... gonna go for Torres. You're fine. Okay. Um, I already have too much middle infield. Um, <laughs> Higashioka is crushing it this spring, but like we've seen him in the past, he's Cole's personal catcher. Like blah 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 blah. Um, but say it's so fun. It's it, it's Rortvert or they just traded for Trevino from Texas. Yeah, which is like as boring as it sounds. Trevino could probably play three to four days a week. Like, a legit could happen. So, that situation in, in New York is a mess. There goes Mountain Castle, which is fine. Wasn't going that direction either. So, what, uh, what is your reason? Uh, I knocked Mountain Castle down even be- right before it was actually right before we got news of the fences. And then I dropped him even more. And um, I just I, I just can't get behind it because if he goes from being a 32 to like a high 20s home run guy, that's enough for me to be like, well, there's middling average. So personally, it's like I just don't see the huge appeal. That's why. But is it, are you kind of in the same line of thinking with him? Yeah, like I like Mountcastle a lot, but like when you dig into what he did last year, he ran pure, like real pure. Like he, the pull percentages, the home runs per barrels, like all that kind of stuff. He ran real pure. And uh, not saying he couldn't do it again. Maybe he's just one of those guys that outperforms metrics or whatever. But uh, where you're having to take him in ADP was kind of asking a lot. Now getting around pick like 155, that's a better conversation probably. But mm. um it's like, hmm, that's a little tricky. So, 
Yeah, I, I'd probably avoid that one. But I have a fun corner infield position coming up here potentially in three picks if it's still yeah. sticking around. Have you um, seen I'm, what I'm seeing? I, I, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm gonna. I was gonna. T- I'll type it now because I'm gonna. Because that's. It. I was gonna I ask. Type it to you. Yeah, <laughs> like here it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was, exactly. And we'll talk about that in a second because. Um, yeah, if he falls yeah, I, I, I won't even. I don't even want to hint at who or what it is. Well, we, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really interesting because this would be a, a fall from grace. Let me um, just to get prepped for this conversation because it's either if anything gets picked, I'll, I'll mention it. But yeah, we're 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 past ADP, and we, this will be this will be a new max pick. It, it, oh, even, if he's, even, even if he's taken before me, like this is a new max pick. The good thing, if you look before you, is it could be favorable to happen. Yeah, maybe. Let's hope so. Maybe. Let's hope so. Maybe they're listening to the show. Maybe they're listening. Okay. They're taking their time. Well, they're we got one more pick to go. McMahon, I, I love. Know. That wasn't who I was going to take, but I love Ryan McMahon. So dirty. Yeah, he's fun. Um, the previous max pick on this individual was 160. Men, 126. ADP of 140 over the last two days. At pick 164, Joseph Votto will be my corner infielder this year. Like, I don't know. Like I wasn't going to target Joey Votto, but the fact he fell to me right there, it's one of those like, yeah, we're taking Joey Votto right now. He's interesting. I, I was looking at, I, again, spring shots don't matter. He's not having a great spring, but it's Joey Votto. I'm not worried. Um, I, I just like to look at spring stats. I think they're fun. I did hear that. I think it was Eno mentioning that there is some stickiness to OPS in spring in some cases. There was a study done, apparently. But this isn't a typical spring training either. So I don't know how much you could take away from a shortened spring training if you're already having issues finding how, like just how sticky OPS can be in a spring training. Like, I don't think there's a lot. of Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Vado is a guy that I have ranked, I think, top 10 of the position. Like I have him. Like, I've been wanting. Like, I have him with Cronin Bell. So when he falls, I usually like, okay, cool. I'll take Vado. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. just my personal i've always been really high on him this offseason uh I, i'm pretty happy with that pick actually like i said i wasn't going to target him it wasn't a goal of mine to target him but to see him fall to that situation i'm a, I'm a big big fan of uh of that whole deal there and i want to ask you a question on a picture right now but i don't think it's a good idea type it if we have the private chat man yeah but um that now that Rosario's a guy I'm two for two in OCs. I have four guys I'm two for two in OCs with. He's one of them. I just I just typed you something. I saw. I'm I'm looking right at it. I don't know. Um, let to, me double check. I'm yeah. Just, see if you can find something on that because yeah. I know there was this uh, starter sharing show. I'm curious right now because if he's if he's good to go, that's my next pick. Let's just put. Last I checked, I believe he was. I'm just trying to it's giving me a hard time here. Let me see. I always just go. I'm just gonna look if he has any spring stats. <laughs> That'll answer that question for me. Uh, da, da, da. Um here. I got he does. It. He does. He's made one appearance. I guess we'll see how that here, goes. I just I just I just sent you he's supposed to make his debut. I gave you the uh, date. Okay. That could be a two-star pitcher. Then let's go. <laughs> that just got really interesting. Now there's a all to me. Two picks to go. <laughs> come on, come on. Well, I gave away half the clue, people. I said two pitch pitcher. So you got that much going for you. And it's no, it's not Zach Gallon who just got picked at pick three. But see, there's Petrozio. He picks Andrew Benintendi, who I love. I love Benintendi. Wasn't going to pick him right now. Clean love up Benintendi. hitter. Clean up hitter Benintendi. Him. I knew I almost, I almost didn't sign up for this league because I knew Petro was in this, but I wanted to draft tonight. I wanted to do a live feed. 
here we are. But the, the pitcher I was talking about, Ranger Suarez, love me some Ranger Suarez. <laughs> he was having the visa issues to start the year. But, you know, for waiting on pitching, like I said, I was going to. I'm going to do things a little differently. To get him in around 15 as my SP3, I, I'm a fan of that. Maybe I'm overthinking things, but I, I love what I'm seeing Upside, there. man. Yeah, plus, I, I think there's plus tons of upside with Ranger Suarez. One of the other guys in this chat would pair really well with that. Um, let me open the chat room. Oh, no, I almost picked him instead, too. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if he falls, yeah. yeah. So, if he comes back around, that's a conversation. I, got, I have a few guys coming up here that I'm I'm quite interested to see how things fall. This is like when you wait on pitching, now I'm about to make a little run. That's common sense that people have drafted. I can't, I can't see the bottom of the just so you know, for anybody watching, I, I know I can't see the bottom of the draft oh, screen now. Thank you. Let me scroll that up. See, I'm not paying attention to that. There you go. Let me know how far or short I should go. I'll leave it. Um, I'm, I think right there, give us, it gives us the last few rounds. Okay. Plus, what do you cool. think about – so let me ask you. Now that Victor Reyes doesn't have to platoon with Badu. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I was going to draft him, but I have thought about that today. Like, like I, I took my first Badu share because he was a FOMO guy. I took him on my last draft. I, I took too much speed in that draft. I, I told you I, I really I, – I got kind of screw. I got really good pitching, really good speed. I have to find power, which is the easiest thing to find in a 12 team. That's fine. I'm not worried about it. Let me find but, this. Let me find. Oh, I keep talking. I'm looking. Okay. Here, real quick. So here's a tweet I saw. Um, it was basically right after the, uh, he cones Tigers money line, uh, ML report, Tigers radio podcast, Rogelio Castillo, broadcast baseball on Twitter. Uh, he said, Victor Ray is his second half numbers last year. 325, mm-hmm. 349 OBP, 519 slug with an OPS of 865 over 134 plate appearances. That's pretty darn good. That is. And um, I was a Victor Reyes guy two years ago. I was super on the – but every what they do, the problem is, is they continue to find ways not to play him. I feel like that speaks volumes. That's what scares me about Reyes because I was super in on him two years ago. And then then um, I was I ended up being right for a little bit because he just – he played based on necessity more than anything. But uh, Reyes is just a guy that uh, they don't seem to care for. And he only has one season of a WRC plus over 100, and that was 2019 in 69 games he has one career season of 100 games they don't i think they i think they view i think they view uh reyes as a fourth outfielder and the name i'm going to mention isn't getting drafted and shouldn't but Derek hill is super toolsy with with strikeout problems i think and i actually read something tonight i i told the discord this actually that um because i've i've talked about reyes uh, i've talked about hill a little bit this offseason oh hey hello i I talked about hill a little bit this offseason and the thing was, what intrigued me about him was just that he's super toolsy. The dude just strikes out a lot. But, I mean, it almost reminds me of Adelise Garcia of just being this guy that, like, no one talks about, no one really knows about, but super toolsy and can just kind of give you some stuff, man. So yeah. he's the guy that's, like, I'm telling people to watch, especially in deeper formats, just watch for him because he's supposed to be up back in April. And they've already talked about how pretty much when he comes back, he should get an opportunity to at least run for the job. So, But this makes Badu feel safer is a long way of saying that. Why, I think that's why we saw Badu go where he went in this draft. I, I think if, if Riley Green was still there, you'd have to really second-guess the Badu pick. Ooh, yeah, I, I, I saw. I saw what you wrote quite a bit. Yeah, I saw what you wrote. Um, First or I, second, they one or two. I was gonna just. I'm writing back. Oh, okay. Because I'm looking at upside. Yeah, I prefer that too. I'm thinking if I go upside, the other one might be a little interesting. But I'll probably go with the safety next. I took Suarez. Let's put that. That's way. that's um, you. Your reasoning exactly what I was going to. I was about to type. Heck, even with Manoa, putting Manoa and Suarez, I need a little yeah. safety net there. And that's, and that's why I've and I'll talk about it too. Um. Yeah, I'll leave it at that because I really don't want to hint at it. Because if I don't know that's if any of these guys, that's why I, I, I plan on taking after the first person. 
Why am I not putting those that? Why am I not putting that acronym, that little thing together uh, for some reason? Because you don't listen to my podcast. Apparently, I do. I do though. I text you all the time. <laughs> okay, and yes, that that, that he, Okay, so the person you just wrote, Ooh, David Bednar. That's an interesting pick at fifteen or twelve. I, I don't hate. I that. am surprised because of the uh, the whole news we just got about the whole situation. There's, um, by the way, like we don't have to talk about the guy I told you, but there's so many pitchers coming up right now. I'd love to draft. This is why I told myself I want to wait. Like I understand having to get a couple aces. It's an overall competition, but for people at home, if you are not drafting an overall competition, I really think you can just get like one ace. Like go get a Burns, go get a Cole, whatever. I get it. But there are so many pitchers coming up right now. Just fun I, upside. Like yeah. they can all be SP twos or SP fives. Like <laughs> like the ones I want to pick right now. Like I told told uh, Curlin about. I almost said the dude's name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would um, be great. Like if I if I if I don't get any of the, like the three I mentioned, and maybe they'll all go right now. I'm gonna say a name right now. I love Alex Wood. That's a great fallback. Like that's what I'm saying. There's so many guys here. I'm not gonna get them all. That's just the way it's gonna go. And um, we'll we'll see how this pans out. There's Jorge Soler. You you like him leading off, but like I have no Soler shares. What are your thoughts on him right now? Uh, he had such a strong second half with Atlanta. I think some of that carries over. I don't. I think he's closer to the guy he was in the second half than he was in the first half. Um, I wrote a name in there that you really should consider right now, too. By the way, um, at least in my opinion, that's just somebody. Maybe yeah. I have FOMO. I yeah. have three well, shares I, of this person. That's what I'm saying. So. There's so many of them. There's so many of them right now, which is fun because you set your team up to need this. Yes. So you can play this game. Honestly, you almost hope that uh, some of these get taken to help make your decision. Yeah, <laughs> that's, exactly. that's, why was, that's why I wasn't afraid to mention any names all of a sudden. Like, hey, here you go, guys. Check this one out. <laughs> but don't though, because if you mention names, um, but yeah, uh, well, but what, who were you talking about? Oh, Solaire. Um, how much do I have of him? I think I only have one. I have one Solaire, 8.3% roster. Goes your um, boy, our boy. Oh, love that guy. Pick four of round 16. That's I don't think I love Golden. I have him. I have him in four leagues. That's thirty three percent. That's like my fourth most owned like roster player. So yes, I have a lot of Wong. I didn't realize I had so much of this guy. Uh, I don't think he's. I don't, I don't think he's drafted. But I'm surprised I have that much of him. Here's a, here's a, here's a question, and I haven't done it by any means. But like, um, and this is a massive like bold prediction type thing. But it's almost like I feel if I miss on Ozzy Albies and get someone else there of good offensive production. I think I could take Colton Wong as like Ozzy Albie's light potentially. Yeah, that's that's what what he is. Might be more of a stretch, but I think there's a lot of similarities there. I think less RBI, obviously, but um, Wong's gonna Wong's gonna kind of you just you just know what you're getting. Twelve, twelve with good batting averages of the floor. Like we saw last year, he had career highs and things, but it's because ballpark and approach. Uh, he kind of changed his approach, which I actually almost prefer him hitting more line drives because um, I was talking to Eric's. Uh, he's his last name Samolski or something. I'm so yeah. I was right. Okay, I was talking to him about it, and he pointed out to me like, "Hey, like he was actually better when he wasn't trying to lift the ball more." I was like, "You know what? You have a good point. He really was." So I went digging more and realized that even though he had this change, it didn't quite work. As good as it should could have, he still was an average player. So um, I almost, I just like if you give me like twelve and fifteen with two seventy out of Colton Wong, and you're getting all those runs, like a healthy Colton Wong is gonna be ninety plus runs. He's just solid. I know what you mean. It's hard to say Albie's light because Albie's does give you like all five categories for the most part. But I think Wong gives you a better batting average. Check and the chat. He, check the chat. I'm on the clock. I know. I I I'm torn. I'm so torn. Mm. Um. Mm. I'm very this torn. Is tough. I'm gonna. I have so much of the second guy. I don't have much of the first guy. 
Uh, I mean, what do you? Is your is this one? Of your, is this your final draft for one of them? Like, no, I, got, I got one more draft to go. So uh, let me see something real quick. Let me see. Because I, I I know I know. My, here's the thing. I know my answer. I don't want to give it because I don't want to. Do I got the safety net. Give me Marcus Stroman. I don't have any Stroman yet. We're gonna go Stro, and uh, I'm gonna be. I have a ton of the other guy though, so it is what it is. But uh, yeah. I so so Stroman's one of my two players. Uh, one of my four players. I have two shares of uh, both in both in both um, my OCs. Which yeah. are my two biggest leagues of the year? I, I did two OCs. Those are my two biggest leagues of the year. But Strowman is a guy I have fifty percent roster, which is which I have twelve leagues. Apparently, I didn't realize I only had twelve. So out of my twelve leagues, I have Strowman on six. Gives you an idea of how much I value him this year. I, mean, I, I, I think Stroman. I'm a huge Strowman fan. It's just and I, I he's think, boring. But I think he takes even like I said last year when I, I took him a lot of places because he's a post like two twenty something ADP. I'm like mm-hmm. he's working on a new pitch. He's going to take the next step. He took a, a leap. And now he's working on another new pitch, and it just and, gets him. And he had fun, like here's, here's a fun name that just went. Noah Syndergaard just went, and he went right after my Strowman pick. Now you want to talk about a ceiling play with a tremendous fall floor, tremendously the, fall floor. Isn't I haven't seen the velo since the last. I remember the last star's velo was like low nineties. Like that's yeah, not good for Thor. It wasn't ideal. But six man uh, six man rotation too. Never true, good. True. And Strowman. The thing with Strowman I like a lot is on that Cubs rotation. They're gonna need all the innings he can give them. Yeah, I, the only thing is, is I, I wonder, and that's why he, he falls in these formats. Because even I had to think about it. I'm like, I know he doesn't. He's not great for these formats because innings don't necessarily. You don't really. You need upside more than you need innings. He's he's been a guy for DCs. I love because you know what you're getting. But I still think there's a level of, of strikeout potential there that we haven't gotten yet. I have um, if you and if you go look the, like he had like a career high swing strike rate and a, above average like O swing and so he's getting the swings and misses. He's getting the chases. Maybe it all comes together, and even if he's like an eight K per nine, that would be great considering the innings he's giving you. That's like a that's like a Mad Bum from a couple years ago, like right, not like peak Mad Bum, but Mad Bum was giving you like two hundred innings, like one hundred ninety Ks. I feel like at one point, like towards like it was right after the shoulder, the whole dirt bike accident. I think, yeah, like kind of that guy, which is <laughs> post dirt bike Mad Bum, post dirt bike Mad Bum. But this is where it gets fun. Like I, I talk about all these pitchers. John Greatest went. He's a guy that like. There's so I many arguments for I so wish. many pitchers in this range. It's a phenomenal range of pitchers. I just I find myself getting Stroman a lot because, like you said, like Suarez and him pair well together. You have Manoa. It just makes sense to kind of get one guy that if those guys don't pan out, you're not going to drop Stroman. I don't, I don't see I don't see a path to dropping Stroman. I could see a path to dropping any other volatile SP ahead of him, though. You know what I mean? Like sure. Kopech, Kopech went for I, I think Kopech should go ahead of him in this format. But if you're dropping Kopech by mid May, are you surprised? No, I'd be surprised if I'm dropping Stroman by mid May. Yeah, true. Very that's true. where I get that's where it gets kind of weird. Like, I know you have to shoot for the upside in this format, but you have so you already have it. So, why not back it up with base? I, I just have a hard time. Maybe again, I have a very, very the draft champions mindset, which is draft and hold like innings matter to me. Maybe I need to get out. That's why I've been my last draft, I kind of took more upside than usual in pitching. And it's been a hard transit. It's been a weird transition for me to go from DCs to OCs. It's a big, it's a big transition. There's no sugarcoating that at all. That that's a a big. There goes Patrick Sandoval. That's one of the guys I think is very like this range. And I keep saying it over and over again, but this is nuts. And the and the, the main guy there goes Jomo. There is and guess who took him? Eight Petros Yellow. He's he's <laughs> he's taking your team. This is he's, he's building. I want a percentage of this team. So what he's doing, <laughs> what he's doing is he's he's actually taking your team in the league with you, yeah. and that way it's like, hey, no, Bubba, you won. Draft. Oh wait, no, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't win though. That's uh, the thing. He's yeah. winning with your team. Hey, honestly, 
backhanded compliment if he wins. Yeah, it's, it a, it's a it's a win win for you. I oh, hope I you, lost. I, I hope you're second overall. I yeah to, yeah to you right exactly. The the whole thing. It's funny though because it's one of those like oh if he wins the league well he won with my team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, percentage please. That's all I'm saying because this is hilarious watching his picks. I'm like, I, okay, I have like the roster geared up. He's got. Uh, he's got Are you Reese. still looking at the uh, play? Yeah, the, yeah, the the hitter. Um, Hoskins, Polanco, Swanson, J. Ram, T. Oscar, Lourdes, Benintendi. Like this is just freaking right down my my board. This is so funny. Uh, it's good stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm on deck. And um, I said earlier, I'm gonna wait until this pick's made. But with one of my early picks, I was gonna have to do something different throughout the draft to cover a situation that's gonna take place. And this is dictating me not taking another pitcher that I want to take right here. O'Neill Cruz just went. That's a, an interesting one. But um, I said earlier when I took Bobby Witt Jr., I need to take a third baseman for now because Bobby Witt won't be there forever. And I love this guy anyways, but I probably would have taken another pitcher that I, I really like. But right here, we're going Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson being my starting third baseman. Start lead off, off hitter. Love, yeah. Lead off Josh Donaldson is bonkers. Bonkers stuff. Like, you can't write that stuff up anywhere. So we'll see how that one plays out. But uh, what's your thoughts on the Neil Cruz going there so soon? Um. Yeah. No. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I actually. What well, we're talking about? Pick two hundred. Oh, after pick two hundred. Um. I guess I'm uh, okay like with it. Is it one ninety seven? I can't. Yeah. So pretty close. Closer. To oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was looking at the round. Okay. So about to pick two hundred. I get it. But like, we're assuming two weeks. Does anybody actually know? How much we don't they have, need? We don't have a. I don't know the exact answer for that. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody knows how long this could be. Like a, a one month thing, and I know a month doesn't sound like a lot, but in a shallower format, like a twelve, yep. holding on to a guy for a month is really tough. And then, like, if you have a really big injury, say the first week of the season, now it's like, can you really? I don't think you can hold two spots. Yeah. Um, I get it. I do because I think O'Neill is a lot of fun. I think it's a fun pick. But you already have Syndergaard. You already like you have Gallo. Like I'm looking at that team. It's just like I feel like I would have gotten a little more. I would have gone a little safer there. Yeah, he literally it's swung tricky. for the fences with Gallo. You know what I mean? Like he went for the he went for broke, as the kids say. Uh, Dylan Carlson, though, I'm not mad about that pick. Although I have none. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I feel like he's just kind of whatever. You've been, you've been pubbing him like crazy. If you lead off hitter for the Cardinals. That's 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 all I'm pumping up though. Like, I never pumped up anything else about him besides the fact that he's probably gonna lead off. <laughs> I, I, I laugh because I laugh because last year I wrote a baller, I wrote a, a draft, a fantasy sleepers article on Dylan Carlson, and I got so much feedback. He's not a sleeper. Blah 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 blah. I could have probably wrote one this year, but uh, so much for that. Oh yeah, you could have you could have argued the whole like I think he's gonna. Uh, it would have gone. It would have gone perfect with my don't draft Tommy Edmund articles I wrote. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, it would have. Don't draft Tommy Edmund because you can get this guy. There goes AJ Pollock. There goes AJ Pollock. Pick two hundred one. Hey, Kirtle, he's good. He, he's he's going to miss the first week or two of the season. Yeah, he's going to miss some games early on because he's going to be a daddy. So uh, good for him. Congrats on the sex. But um, <laughs> that's going to be a 
be interesting to see that how was, that works. It was just so random. Like I didn't expect to find that news. I'm like, huh, he's expecting a kid in ten days. And it's the, and apparently something about like is their second kid or something. I'm like, well, he's already had one. Maybe he doesn't care. I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> that was the joke I made in the chat. Very tasteless joke. I get it. I'm a father you, of three, you but never uh make tasteless jokes, Curling. You're no, fine. Never. It's uh I'm a father of three, so it's it I, I get it. Like I, I would hope somebody would say something funny like that to me too, or jokingly, because I get he deserves to be home with his family. Just one of those things though, like you have to plan for it because now the first week you don't want to play him until he has the kid because what if he misses like if he leaves on tuesday you're taking zeros for half the week if he leaves yeah. on monday after lineups lock you're getting zeros for the whole week um it's it's a weird like not that's a grand scheme doesn't matter but and it's, i guess it doesn't really matter at 12 because he should get like probably a bench outfielder or a bench bat or something i would think yeah. But you get my point. It's just one of those, like one of those small things, and that, that doesn't include the fact that Pollock can get injured or likely will at one point this year. So just added to games missed, built in already. Just a little again, a small ding, nothing. I wouldn't even honestly change much about how you evaluate him by any means. But that's the guy I've been. I was hoping yeah, that there I, goes I, Alex Cobb. That's a great pick. That's I'm surprised he lasted. Pick. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't make it this far in my last draft because of the hype around him. The velo. You know what's You know what's interesting. He went ahead of Disclafani and Alex Wood, teammates of his, that he hasn't probably been doing all draft season. So that was... he wasn't until the velo came around in spring. I know yeah, he well, wasn't over the last <laughs> couple of days. ADP of two eleven, min one eighty three, max two thirty five. If you look at Alex Wood, ADP of two oh five. So he's going about six picks earlier. Disco, but three picks earlier. So they're all in about the same ballparks. Maybe we'll also see them go here pretty soon. We'll see. But uh, Although, interesting, interesting to see that jump, which hasn't happened a lot lately. How, how do you think the humidor affects them now? It goes from it, it, not that it's going to be a should completely... be more off. It should be a, a least a more. It was more offensive the last couple of years, though. So it's interesting. But um, yeah, we've talked about that. And I think there's a lot to it. Uh, it'll make the pitchers' parks a little more offensive and the offensive parks a little more pitchery. The goal, I think, is to make it like neutral across baseball. But yeah, we'll, here, we'll here's the that, here's the report. We'll by the way, uh, Lance Lynn left the game with right knee discomfort. Will be evaluated further tomorrow. I guess, like bright side, it's his knee, but uh, right knee. So that's his push off knee. That's his pivot. That's yeah, that's not, not pivot. Sorry, push off. Yeah, yeah, it's not. And good. and his age, it was one of those things that he's been healthy. He used to actually be Lynn used to actually be oh, a big uh, health work, risk. Work. Yeah. Well, he was actually. I remember with the Cardinals, well, it was yes. it was the health issues. Once he left St. Louis, and yeah. then he started being a like you mentioned a workhorse, just two hundred innings or one hundred eighty. It was like almost you could write it in pen. And now there goes Alex Wood, like you mentioned. And he should. Um, this is, he went too far. Like these guys are falling to me too far. I guess that's close to his ADP. Like I said recently, two hundred five. He went at two hundred six. But I'm much. I guess I'm much higher on Wood than other people. I like him a lot. But the cob the cob uh, helium is in full effect, which. Hey, I hope he's that good as a Giants fan. I truly do, but I'm always going to be hesitant on stuff like that. Apparently, someone's on Twitter right now telling me that uh, Kimbrel's velo is down right now, which could just be a slow yeah, ramp up. Yeah, it's so lamp- but, that, I think the slow ramp up makes sense after the David Roberts comments we saw. So yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. I'm, the velo which with I know, we talk, I know we talk velo with a lot of guys, but velo with I guess closers per se, I'm not nearly as worried about as yeah. I am with with like. The start, like you mentioned, center guard. That's like Kikuchi. Tommy John surgery. Yes, Kikuchi's velo is down like a whole mile per hour right now. Yeah, but don't worry about it. The Blue Jays do great things with pitchers. It'll be okay. Maybe. <laughs> I do like to. Uh, oh, Jesus. oh, real quick, which team was this? Um, I sent it to our group chat that we have. 
spoiler oh the twins twin starters are likely to begin with you don't be surprised this is normal for everybody but it's gonna be frustrating you might want to start middle relievers or some back-end rps and try to snipe some wins because the twins are gonna uh start their starters off with a max of 60 to 75 pitches which if you're lucky you get through five innings yeah like a good pitcher takes gets through five innings in that much you know and they have what yeah. one of those so and that, well and that's one thing that like uh, ryan and i talked about the other night is uh for these first fab periods if you're just like if you got a spot and you're curious you want to replace them go put a buck in on all these like long guys because there's a lot of teams that are gonna do that for the first like week or so a lot of yeah teams. i remember that was bloomfield that mentioned that right yeah bloomfield mentioned it so he started like going through i could go through greg jewett's uh pitch uh, uh reliever recon amazing. his chart he's got literally a section for like long men in the bullpen and it might not all be them. There might be the next spot over, but just think all these guys that have like flourished in that role. That could be a big one for sure. So something to keep in mind as you get drafting, but we I'm hoping, Oh, did he fall? He did. Thank you. Cause I feel like I'm getting a little light on stolen bases with some of these power sources I've been taking and my normal outfield stolen base guys are, are big targets of mine. So we're, we're going to push up a little bit here. This individual has got an ADP of two Oh nine, a men of 163, a max of 252, and come on down, Tommy Pham in Great American Small Park. So, I, can't, um, I forgot all about him last draft. I, I actually I, I wrote down a list of players I was targeting for the back end, and I forgot to put Pham on there for the mid rounds. Yeah. And I, I, I forgot about him, I forgot about him. Who said it right now? I think yeah, he's so. still double digits. I think he still at least ten. Yeah, because if you if you just use the 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 room here, his ADP is like two sixty something. So you have to like slide down to find him. And I, I'm but, sure he just slipped my mind for sure. Yeah, so now it gets fun. Do I? Because uh, in theory, I need a catcher and an outfielder to finish out my starting group. Obviously, I can get reserve guys right now. I don't have to worry about that. I need three more pitchers before reserves, also. So just kind of looking and rounding out the roster. There's, there's a. It, this is a, this is where you're going to get a chat here in a minute. Um, I'm typing in some. Uh... Um, I'll t- I don't even want to say what I'm typing in. Yeah, but it, there's there's some interesting options here. Do I do I shore up more pitching? Do I go to hammer down some bats for the early weeks? This is where it gets fun in, in this whole uh, conundrum we have here. Um, yeah, so we're kind of on the same page. We're definitely on the same page here. Um, and take them early. This is not last rounds, but uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I meant saying. like the, that's where I got. I got specifically one of them. I, I can't. I'm, I don't want to bring his name up because he's available in, in one of my leagues for Fab, and I'm like, I gotta figure out who. Because in these leagues, Fab is very rich to start the year. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I have to either decide to go after one of those guys, or I have to decide to go after like another Ooh, one Richard, of these guys. Richick just went off the board. That's a great pick. I was That's so upset. He was he was atop my queue the round he went off in my league. He was top my queue. He was like, oh, I need power. I'm like, there's Grichik. I'm like, there's the name. And then I didn't get him. <laughs> I think I'm going to roll the dice uh, on one of the guys you mentioned there. I'm going to try to get him with my next pick. Okay, based, let me based see. On, based on what I've seen the last um, – with what I've seen in ADPs here. So I think I'll wait and play that th- game right now. Okay, um, for reference, mm-hmm. I did just draft that guy, and let me find out where exactly. I, I just did OC well, yesterday. I, I looked at his min and max picks right now. We're, we're still a chunk away. Hopefully. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, And that's 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 the guy that's available on the waiver wire. In I, figured, I figured 100% is who you're talking about. <sighs> and I'm like, I'm so upset that he is, but at the same time, I have no one to drop. <laughs> like, I just don't. Like, I don't want to drop other specs. Like, 
and I'll put those names in there too. Uh, man, and then you got me worried with that Minnesota comment you made. That uh, doesn't make. There goes Robert Suarez. A, a I just put two back. names in. The, I just put two names in there that um, I can't pull, get around on dropping. <laughs> or I, I'm not dropping either one of them. Don't you worry. Stay, stay the, strong. Stay that's strong. The thing, so that's the thing. I can't drop. But those are the name. Those are literally the names I'd well, have to drop for would, the guy would, you just put. I would drop one of them actually. But, uh, I have a hard. T- I have a hard a 12, time doing in that. a twelve in a twelve teamer. I would. And it's that's the thing. There, it's a twelve teamer, so it's more acceptable. Yep. But I, but in that league, I gotta see. I gotta actually see who's who. Again, it's all cryptic. I know is, is Frank in I our can't. League? I can't do it. I, I can't. Uh, I, I, I'm okay if I'm wrong. I have accepted that already. Like I'm okay being wrong on this. I here's just one, I can't. Here, here, here's one guy I've accepted being wrong on many times, but we're gonna do it anyways. Um, I'm gonna go with Cal Quantrill here. I'm a huge Cal Quantrill fan. I know people hate. I it. I heard you but... actually see. I did listen to your pop with uh, with Toby because yeah. he he's not he's not, and you had to talk yeah. to him about it. So, ha! Huh, I do listen to your show. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But <laughs> so, too many people just look at the entire stat line on things and don't look at how pitchers develop, especially young pitchers, and the development that Cal Quantrill had made in the last two months of the season. To me, was very very eye opening in what he did, and it's one of oh. those. If he could take that next step, that could be tremendous. I got one for you, Han. Sure, so. that's that's the one that uh, that's the reason why I don't have the other guy you named. I would be willing to drop him for the guy you're thinking of if you have him. I'm you sure think? I know I do. Yeah, I, 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 I I would. Yes. There goes Disco. I was debating taking Disco over Control. There's one other pitcher I was debating as well. But I'm surprised uh, that you would do that. I'm actually, I, I actually I, I, I found Mexico. I found who I can drop here. I'll type the name because I mean he's all he's a free agent. It, I'm gonna drop this that guy. I'm in on him, but I'm yeah. willing to drop him. You can drop that. Yes. 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 It. I forgot. Yes. I just look. I, I I've been so hyper focused on dropping another guy. Don't just drop drop him like a lead balloon. That is fine. And see, this yeah. is where it's weird because I usually take my catchers and everything early, so I'm drafting certain players right now that are still available offensively that I just don't really need at the moment. And this is a this is the point of this draft though to do things different, take me out of my comfort zone. That is what we have accomplished so far. So. This is definitely an, an interesting uh, build right now. And I hope it's I hope it's fun and helping people out because I'm having a good time chatting about it and um, trying to go through the players and talk strategy and thoughts on different things that are changing. Because I'm still curious um, on on some of these guys on when they'll some of the news newsies that have gone out there when they will get drafted because we have not seen certain uh, players that have gotten some positive news of late get drafted, and I'm really curious to see. Um, when that takes place, let's put it that way. That'd be really interesting to me. Like maybe I should just go sit the men pick on certain people. That'd be a ton of fun. But um, yeah, let, me, let me write this name down so I don't forget it later. That's uh, uh, da, da, da. okay. And yeah, we can hopefully wait a few rounds on him. That would be good. But I think I'm going to go to that um, that spec we were talking about earlier. I got that. That's the route I'm going to. There's another name that I'm just. I'm 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 going through my fat. Like, these aren't these aren't names. But these, but I, these are but these are tons of guys. I told you, there's so many down here that it makes it tough to take them early because there's so many of them in a 12 team no, league. No, I'm saying like these are like literally last round option types of guys. Uh, oh, I know you're gonna put down here for the question. You just, 
Oh uh, no, I was thinking. Uh, I figured. Oh no, I'm, I'm. These are these are. I can't say some of these. Oh, you know, I, that goes yeah. without saying. Um, exactly. you know my feelings on him. But um, I, I've, I've been. Let's sh- talk I've been about sh- the draft here. Adam Wainwright just went off the board because I don't think I've been care shut about out his, on that guy. By the way, I don't and think people care about us talking about guys they can't hear about. So, I know um, it's so much fun though. Uh, Adam uh, Wainwright going off the board. He is a guy I'm just afraid to draft right now. I'm just so afraid. Wh- where he where he just went though? It's what's the risk? You're yeah, you, this is reserves almost. Yeah, almost a, the reserves and yeah, it's, um, it's a much much less risky can we, pick. Can we go back sure. to your Donaldson pick? Like, yeah. I I think I think you just feel fall fall in line with my thinking, and I think Simeon. I hate to agree with Simeon, but we actually do agree on uh, Donaldson that I I'm all about the price because he's going to play as much as I, I get. Health is an issue, but he's played like 135, I think, in two of his last three full seasons, and he's going to be leading off at times for the Yankees. So added at bats, we know the power's there, the lineup, the park. What's not to like about him? Well, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm all aboard. Don't get, don't have to convince me. We're, we're uh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious if, like, I don't know how much you have of him. I know you took him in this draft. Um, yeah, um, Josh Donaldson. I'd have to go check my actual shares. I, I have a pretty. I've. Let's just say I have not not uh, attempted to pick him. Like he hasn't been off my list. Let's put it yeah. that way. So I, I like him quite a bit. There's zero qualms on that one for me. Um. So and and it's it's kind of nice because I'm using him as a fill in, but he could legit yeah. be the dude for me too. So well, you can keep nice. wit. You could put wit in the middle infield and call it a day too. Like yeah, because that shortstop third base eligibility, and and God forbid something happens to to um, Jazz or something. I, I have I have wiggle room now, which is which is nice to have in that. Respect. Oh wait, did this person? Oh, they already went. Yeah, they they already went. That was I'm like they had to have gone by now. Which um, one? The uh, Glaber, I was like, the Glaber, oh, the Glaber went a while ago. Yeah, I realized those IKF, IKF I, in I round can't. twenty, right after Paul DeYoung. Interesting I get, I, I guess I understand the idea of chasing speed with him because I know he does run a little bit, but not exactly. How about this one? I just went pick two thirty two. Paul Sewald went, and he's a beast. He's an awesome reliever. There's no doubting that. But with other speculative closers still out there, taking a guy that might not be like the obvious closer is an interesting pick to me yeah that's why um did one well, i i did uh type another guy in here uh did this guy go uh just another one i don't think so i i was just looking at him a second ago let me maybe oh, no, he, he did he did okay. just before you just before just after tommy fam and so did the uh other dude so yeah we're gonna go with the the spec dude we were talking about that's who my next pick is if he falls but uh the seawald pick just surprised me i love paul seawald 15 team leagues i think he makes a ton of sense uh there goes kyle finnegan another spec closer like him and tanner rainey are, are interesting in washington right now so that makes a kind of fun situation going on there and i'm just hoping people keep avoiding my spec guy um that'd be <laughs> great two more picks to go so uh, let's let's hope that one stays strong and we we can enjoy that. Nathaniel Loic, there goes Voldemort uh, right before me. So <laughs> Voldemort, yeah. So my my <laughs> my funny. spec my spec closer is coming off the board here in Jordan Hicks, who has been nothing oh. but filthy in spring training right now, and they've already said they want Gallegos in high leverage. Jordan Hicks is going to run in some saves, folks. That's my two cents. Yeah, I don't see how Gallegos Gallegos not going to get them all. They already talked about that, so we'll see. I'm gonna. Um... Yeah, I took him in a you draft like recently too. You don't like no. the pick? I could tell. I, I wanna. I, I don't want to talk him up. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about too much. It's okay. No it's, one listens. No one listens it, to this, Curlin. Don't worry well, about it. Hopefully, hopefully. It's it's only one, it's literally only one person I hope doesn't listen, but I don't care. I've been I, I'm in on it. And I took him at the I told you he fell like he fell just yesterday. It's like round 26. I think I got him. So that's, a, that's an interesting pick around 26. I'll be honest. That's a pretty strong the fact that pick. he fell there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I, I know I don't think people have come around on the idea that he's back. People don't view him. I don't think people are realizing he could be this year's Alex Reyes for hey, the team who I lost need, Alex I need Reyes. To, I need to talk through some more things with me real quick here. Brandon Belt, Elias Diaz, Brandon Belt. There goes Matt Brash, first pick around 21. That's that's, that's a big one. I fine. like that. I like that. That's fine. Yeah, that's not going crazy. So that twins thing you mentioned, they're saying the whole rotation's only going like 60 to 70 pitches. Oh, let me double check that. I, I, I share, I actually shared it in our group. DM, yeah, I haven't looked is, at that since we started no, drafting. Uh, so it's a beat writer, Dan Hayes, MLB. He's, he's, he's a legit he's, beat writer. Yeah. Yeah, from the athletic. They're going to potentially carry 16 pitchers. They need multiple long relievers. Starters likely to begin season maxed at 60 to 75 pitches. God, that is horrible to hear. I might just have to bite the bullet, which sucks for the wind department, but there's a dude I love that's still sitting out there. So I almost took him with my last pick instead, instead of uh, just that's just what he that was. And that was him responding to. Uh, so I, I, I doubt this is the guy you're looking at, but, so I'm not going to say just in case. But um, yeah, there's no way I haven't seen this guy drafted ever. But it was just a guy that uh, could vulture stuff. I mean, somebody that you, we might see on like. Add them for this week and see what happens because we've seen like flashes yeah. and you'll see it's like it's a name that no one's talking about. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting call for sure. But it's uh, a, it's the name it's the name it's the name that the commenter uh, to him. Uh, said. I see. Well, I see and why he, too. I see why you're saying just, that. Yeah, because it's a it's a guy that no one's gonna be yeah. interested in and no one's gonna draft. He's he's gonna go undrafted. Okay, so but, all this Minnesota talk. I'm taking Bailey Ober right now. He <laughs> fell. I'm, I'm taking Bailey over. I'm just going to bite the bullet on this. His one, skill set is so. The thing is, though, is he's so he's super efficient. So you're yep. like, I, I feel comfortable. Like he can get through four, I five, he and can he's get five or seven in the pitch count. He doesn't walk anybody, so that's a good point. No, he, he attacks his own, but he could sneak in a five or six innings. I without. think his velo is up on everything but his fastball, which is weird because the dude is like a tree. He's yeah. like six eight. He's like six ten and. He's built like a tree, but he's uh I think his velo is up on the changeup end curve or slide or whatever it is, curve slider. Um the secondaries, the velo was up last I looked for him, which is interesting. But the fastball's not. I'm like, come on, man. You should be able to chuck it like ninety six on average being that big. You would think so, but it's all it's physics. It's all physics. I know. He's he's kind of he's kind of awkward. If you watch his mechanics, he's just he seems a little clunky. Like he doesn't seem so smooth with him. But that yeah, but he's but he's so good at locating the ball, man. He's such a good like he's able to just pinpoint that the pitch is pretty much and the changeup is pretty damn good. Uh Trinan just went. Oh, that's about, see, I could guess I can understand it there. I still don't think it's worth it because it's, <laughs> meanwhile it, you're talking about dropping him. <laughs> well, because I just don't think he's worth it in the long run. Like he, they fight out of set, he's not going I know, to. But we're talking the first couple of weeks, maybe it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, in, in this scenario, when they're limited innings and stuff, I'm like, okay, I guess I can see what we're going with here. Um the most uh, underappreciated, the most underappreciated man of fantasy this year is Brandon Crawford, right? It has to be. Yes. Well, cause I think everyone's <laughs> afraid because of, uh, and he just went. That's why he brought him up. I think people yes. are afraid because of um, he did so well last year. Like, there's only one way to go, right? Only one way. But every, it's weird because I know he's you know AARP member, 
Yeah, he's um, an old he's an old bugger. I'm a Giants fan. I loved watching, but he made the thing with him is he did make those legit. That's what I'm saying. There's changes, legit, like the legit changes. Everything and all the everything behind it, the met- underlying metrics that we preach usually all back it up, and yet no one's buying. Even yeah. people like you and I who believe that what we saw was real, it's hard to believe in it repeating. But I love Brandon Belt. And I and I, and I so and he already went. That's the reason why I brought him up. I love Brandon Belt, but I think he's gonna. I see the chat too. Um, I'm. That's my. Uh, I, I can explain. I can explain why if you uh, if if or when it comes up. But uh, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm, I was just curious because he's falling so much in this draft. So I was. Just, um, I don't. I don't know. Stood, stood I'll, I'll there look, goes Torkelson. There goes Torkelson. I, will, I was wondering when he would go. So he, pick, Torkelson uh, is going to pick two fifty. Um, it's gonna play starting out at the gate. What's your thoughts on Torque? Because I'm like so torn on him. Like I like oh. I like Riley Green more. I like the other Here. guys more. But who? Um, here's some news on that player, and that's probably uh, it's called precautionary though. So for what's worth, just a heads up. Okay, that really says don't pick me. Got you. Uh, that's probably what right. explains why they're dropping. I just I just gave you the rest of the information real quick. Okay, and that, that was sense. from Tays April second. Yep, same April second. I have to add that to the I'm add okay. that to the precautionary. precautionary, but that's good to know. Good to know. Yes. Um, but he's Especially an interesting a, guy. I'm a believer you know. in him this year, but that is a little not good out the gate. But um I still have about ten picks to go to my pick. And I'm I think I know who I'm gonna take here. It's one of my team boring players that I wrote about the other day. Uh here's here we got a question. We got a question in the chat here. Oh, we uh, got Kay- one here. Casey Torkelson over Voigt and Rizzo, or did I miss them going? Rizzo went. Rizzo went. Voight has not gone yet. That, but that's, a, that's I feel like that's where he belongs in that conversation now. Yeah. Upside versus known Let's commodities. I'm just, just going to name first baseman that are out there still. Yuli Gurriel. Uh, Ooh. Frank Schwemmel, I like Yuli, man. Miguel Sano, Luke Voigt, Rowdy Tellez, Jesus Aguilar. Uh, Yuli th- Gurriel just went. Jonathan Scope. <laughs> all those first baseman eligible players there at Torque just went over. I think Torque would be in that conversation. I think Torque should go ahead of all those names you just mentioned, except for I, I could argue Yuli because the floor. But mm-hmm. you're talking about you're talking about the overall. The yep. ceiling's there for Torque. I think you take Torque over Yuli in this format specifically. You take Torque over Belt because Belt, although we've seen it, it's always injury prone. Uh, you take Torque over probably Nathaniel Lowe because Lowe's more of a floor play. Rizzo is kind of that. I feel like that's where the conversation is. Rizzo or Torque, and mm-hmm. this guy took both of them and. The thing is, those torques still going so late enough that you can like you could have paired torque with Votto, like or if you didn't already have, or you would have been in a position like having Crone taking torque as a fallback corner infielder would have made sense for you. Um, and I feel like that's that's where you, you don't have to worry about taking them as high as like I was just mentioning. You, you can get them kind of right here, Torkelson that is, but you can also make sure you grab somebody ahead of them that way you're safe. Yeah, that's option. Lamette is a guy that I'm. I have a. I have more of than I probably should. I didn't, I didn't realize it. Um, there is one more, but um. Oh, I'm adding this. I was going to the spring training chart to add that news, so I can add because I try to add. I try to add as much breaking news as I can about hitters. The other stuff, the closer stuff, like I like that's. I stick with the Twitter. I usually don't even break that type of news. I just literally had time to kill. And I was reading articles through uh, MLB.com, which I argue. I was talking about it today, or it was. I think it was Sunday's pod with Doug. I was saying that people just don't read MLB. MLB.com is annoying sometimes in terms of a site. No one thinks of it as a great so- news source, but if you go read through some of the articles, you'll find a bunch of interesting information. That's stuff, stuff I was tweeting about tonight. Was all MLB.com content. 
So, and it's oh, free. It makes sense. It's free. Oh. Free 99. So go check it out. Taylor oh. Hearn just went at pick 257. Ooh. Yeah, pitcher for the Rangers. Now, that's one pick I don't understand. I'd love to get that person's opinion on that one. Um, I, I was doing drafting him in DCs past round 30. I just but, sent you uh, a couple of names that popped into my head. Ooh, just throwing them just throwing them out there. Nikes. Um, I think I might have to take care of my catcher's position because the guys I was trying to wait on all just went. So I like those. I'll, I will keep those in mind uh, in the future rounds. But they just popped into my head right now. That's all it was. Yeah. Like I just two two of the handful of catchers I've been waiting on just went. So I'm on deck. I'm going to need to, since I'm on deck here, it's pretty simple. Um, I'm on the clock. I like Gary Sanchez a lot this year, but uh, he's in a DH and play a lot for the Twins. I still think it's super risky. I like Carson Kelly. I like Max Stasi. I think I'm gonna go with Max Stasi on this one. Do you have a preference at catcher? What was the last two? Uh, I <laughs> Gary Sanchez. Oh, I don't Joey like Sanchez. Park, Carson Kelly, Max Stasi. Kelly and Stasi, I would prefer over Sanchez. Is just too much swing and miss. Um, yep. I usually, I, I think, if I was picking, I'd probably go Kelly. But I have, I actually have more Stasi because I usually wait for my second catcher, and he's the second one I land on. Yeah, I, I trust have more. Sta- I have more Stasi too, so I'm gonna go Kelly. I trust Kelly. I just trust Kelly to stay healthier. Yep. Stassi's just a guy that hasn't been able to stay healthy the last few years. We just went Carson Kelly there. So I still have an outfield spot left and then all my reserve picks to go. So we are around oh. 22 for those keeping track at home. You can obviously watch it on the YouTube channel. I'll scroll up a little farther. So now the whole screen will be in play for you the rest of the draft as we are flying. That's why I love these OCs. They go so fast. Usually they go in like two hours. This is the longest OC I've done so far. Yeah, and but, I, have, uh, I have to work in the morning, but I'm going to hang out and stay and talk can, anyway. You can leave anytime I'm a, you want. I'm never going to leave. I, <laughs> it's baseball season. I'm never going to sleep for the next six months. Yeah, this is the fun stuff. When else? Are we, draft season is almost over. It's almost done. And then, then we're gonna st- then we're gonna be like, oh, waiver wire again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, waiver wire again. Fab, fab is fun though. At least I'm I'm learning to love fab. Not the process of actually entering fab bids, but the idea of fab bids is way more fun. I couldn't imagine doing say, more than two or three fab leagues. Fab is fun the first few weeks, and then when it's like you have you know three hundred bucks left and these really glaring weaknesses, and then the options are kind of blah, then it gets rough. Dylan Floro just went for those keeping track. Then Art Warren, we are in spec season. Floro's hurt, right? Isn't Did I miss him? Yeah. Hurt? No, no, yeah. he lost okay. a check. He's, he's behind. Yeah. So Floro just went. Art Warren is there. goes Luke Voigt for the, those asking at home earlier about Torque. Uh, Reed Detmers, good pick. Good spec pick. I like that. But six-man rotation. I, I got my like six-man rotation got, scares me. That's it. That's it right there. Yeah. Uh, that's what scares me the most about him was a uh, six-man rotation. I got my first share because I felt the need to get in on him for sure. But then I, the six-man rotation, I'm like, I, I mentioned it earlier with Syndergaard. I'm like, oh, that's another one right there. Mitch Keller just went, and um, I'm not, oh, I, I'm, 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 I'm letting other people do it. Yeah, I, I that's a FOMO guy though. I, I probably, I didn't think I have to push him up that much, but I guess I do. Take that two sixty-seven is about right. Cole Solcer is an interesting spec uh, if if you need to get frisky. I, I don't hate that. A ton. Um, in the queue. Just I just to, I sent I was I sent you a few names. Just threw some yeah. names out there, random names. No, they're they're good one. They're good ones to have. That's for sure. I'd really wish we knew how bad Lucas Sims' injury was because I love Lucas Sims, but <laughs> I can't take anybody that's dealing with an elbow, like already in an off season, then elbow entering the season. Like it's just. I it's took my first. I took my first. Trouble. I took my first wander share. By the way, it was OC. He fell to eighty five, and I never. That's the only. That's the first time I was like, you know what? That's that's palatable. I can take wander at eighty five. Yeah, I think I there's. Don't no, hate I, that. 
I think there's an upside there at that point, at least because around 85, you know, it's, it's him or Brian Reynolds. And I, I've been, here's, I, I've been, here's, here's your upside starting pitcher in round 23 for me, Tyler McGill of the New York Mets. I, yeah, uh, he's available in all my leagues because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't in the rotation. So yep. now it's like, now Walker's out, Grom's out forever, Scherzer's banged up. Tyler McGill, come on down. Just keep yeah. the ball in the ballpark, please. That's all I ask. Well, Humidor, not sure if that's going to help him or not. I, probably early in the season it will before it gets humid. See, yeah, it's funny because the, the question is, and this is a funny one because we don't even know what baseballs we're using to start with. We've never yeah. known what baseballs we're using. But who's <laughs> regulating the Humidor? The home team, Major League Baseball? Because does the home team really want to hurt their hitters? I like was listening how, to how Eno, actually, that apparently the balls get sent to the park a certain amount of hours before the game. And uh, so they've been in a humidor off location. I, yeah, I guess that's how it works. If, if I, and I please, if someone's listening and I'm wrong, please at me because I was, it was on rates and barrels. So I'm trying to, in my head, oh, that's, I feel like that's a burnt pick. Riley Green, he's, they said at least six to eight weeks. I love Riley Green. I drafted him, I think, in my last OC. He'll be getting dropped this weekend. That's so hard. That's so hard. It feels it's like I feel for you there. But I, lo- I, 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 I have no McGill, by the way. I just look. I have zero McGill. But you can um, change that this weekend in your fab, it sounds like. But that involves me. That involves yeah, me making to, some. some doing it. Oh, I, there's guys I really want to see, see it through with. And the yeah. two names I mentioned, I'm dropping one of them. I'm dropping. I'm willing to drop. I, I won't say the name in case you want them. I don't think you want them, though. Um, I'll type the name. If, if you don't want them, I can talk about them. No, talk about them. I already told you drop them. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure. Uh, Heaney's a guy that I just, I, I enjoyed the idea of specking on because I do like, you know, I've always been a Heaney guy. I really have been. But um, I would have, like, so I'm already dropping him for, I'm already trying to drop him for somebody else. And McGill is my backup bid. Like, I do have a backup bid in on him. So I'm not, like, not trying him, but he's not my top target. He's just a guy that I'm willing to fall back on. Like, but I still have a pretty aggressive bid on both of them. Not like crazy, but like something that's like I should get the first guy, but if I don't, I should get him. If I don't get both, then ooh, I like Mats. I like any Cardinals pitcher with that elite defense. I like it. Lane Thomas. Lane Thomas. Oh, someone drafted the candy man. I was looking at something else. I love candy. I almost waited on it and took candy instead of Donaldson, but if it's only there's for a, a couple of weeks, give me Donaldson. Yeah. Like there's and there's Donaldson. a level of upside with Donaldson that Candy will never be able to reach, you know? Yeah. And I love I love candy. Like I, I believe there's another level to his overall production that we are going to see this year. It I'm is crazy, though, that. that, like, literally from yesterday to today, I can go watch a draft, like I'm watching this one, mm-hmm. and it's complete, completely opposite of, a, like, just how reactionary everything is. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's beautiful about it, and that's what was so tough during the lockout because we had no news, no nothing, so it's just like blah, 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 and just kept going, and now it's like it's go the time. Opposite. We have so much cool <laughs> stuff changing all the time, so it's uh, – and pretty wild to say the least, which I love. It's good. It's very it's good. fun. It's just frustrating because I don't adapt. I don't. I think my I don't have the strength to. Ad- I, I don't adapt as fast as I should. I do adapt to some stuff pretty quick, but not enough. To, it's like I, I could I could use a couple more drafts to kind of all right, cool. I kind of want to adapt. I'm willing to pay the market price change, but I, I'm not going. I'm not drafting enough. I have one more. I have the um, Yahoo Friends and Family draft coming up. That's the only one left, and it's, it's a twenty teamer. I think I was looking at uh, the other day. So because it's so many teams, I will be able to get a lot of these fun guys, like you know, guys that I've been talking about in the in the background here, and guys I've just I'm I'm in on guys like those. I, I enjoy deep leagues because I get a chance to speculate on all these fun like late names that nobody else should be drafting. <laughs> like no, that's, that's that's the beauty of it, and, you're, and the Yahoo friends, it's obviously on Yahoo, so different is the same score. It's different scoring too, I think. 
I, I think I, I think he told me it was five by five. I didn't. I should do my homework. The draft's on Tuesday, so I plan oh, on sitting down. Right, you look at it right beforehand, so you'll be good. Yeah, kind of like what I do. Like, oh, you sent me show notes a day before. You th- I don't open them up until like an hour before the show. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's that's normal though. I, I, hey, at least I admit that. I mean, Mason will just straight up tell you he doesn't read them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's Mason for you. He doesn't care about us. It's okay. But I can also I can also get on here like tonight, no outline, and just talk about baseball. So. That's the beauty it's, of it. It's kind of a gift, you know, and I maybe it's maybe it's because I'm just comfortable at this point. Like I know, like when I first started doing this, I, I probably couldn't do this, but just there get goes, on. And just there talk goes, there goes Carlos Carrasco. What's your thoughts on him? Because I almost took him over McGill. I, I love Cookie, be- but I just can't trust the health. I, I want to believe. I, I really do. Um, I do have a name. I'm curious your thoughts on what we could talk about if you're not going to draft him here, but. And it's it's a gross one. So I doubt he shouldn't be drafted, but I just put in the oh, chat. Talk about talk about him all you want. I'm not touching him. So yeah. So Ronaldo Lopez, knock yourself out. I, I, well, Kev brought him up on Twitter, no, and I was like, dick. and um, he has how many innings? He has four innings with a 2.25 ERA. So you know he's gonna go out there and kill it. But he with Lynn out with Lynn out, I guess it's worth bringing up just because if Lynn's gonna miss some time, Lopez could enter the rotation and maybe gain some you know deep deep AL only value, which is never it never hurts to bring up. But I don't know how much people are gonna value him. I know, like I said, Kev uh, on Twitter brought it up. So Roto Surgeon, yeah, we're we're two picks away from me setting the men pick on somebody, and I'm Ooh. so excited about it. I've set a few men picks today. But after what took place on Twitter about an hour and a half, about, about two hours ago now, two and a half hours ago, this is going to be so much fun. We'll get the fireworks ready. Popcorn, folks. Like, I hope this happens. And I, the funny I, part is, and the funny part is, is like, we could, we'll talk about it too. It's the guy you tech, you typed, yeah. right? There goes Kirilov. There's your boy. That's the guy that was falling forever. And I've been so tempted to take him over and over. But Curlin said he left tonight's game with a, a precautionary knee injury. So interesting yeah but that's a long fall that i think there's great value there if it's just precautionary i, I really am do. curious if the when the power is going to show that's why so i wanted to talk about him uh, my big thing about Kurloff coming off the uh, injury is that he's he's playing but the power hasn't been there I'm, let me pull up the uh hitting stats in general and spring training is a thing again i don't care if it was if it was like any extra base hits i'd be happy but Kurloff, i lost a check wasn't getting any extra base hits here's the new men pick pick 284 for starting outfielder for the Cleveland Guardians, Stephen Kwan. Which is funny because if soon if someone saw your Twitter, like mm-hmm. if you actually saw like between him and uh Kev. you and Kev, they they wouldn't think that you were in on him. It's just one of those things that the Indians are gonna oh, sorry, the wow, look at that. The Guardians are gonna guardian. And uh I, I feel like if there's ever a time for them to play it cheap, like, oh well, you know, we have Naylor back from the IL, it's okay, we'll send the Quan down for a couple weeks again. But here's, just, here's my here's my thought on why I took one is um it, I would have taken Riley Green, but Green's out. So here's my spec on the outfield situation. Like it's my same philosophy in my brain of what's going on there. And Dave Petriozello just took Jonathan Scope, who's one of my most rostered players in fantasy baseball this year. But I don't. But that's because I usually draft differently. I don't need him right now the way I'm drafting. So I, I passed on him like every single round, staring at that. He went late, like uh, um, Jonathan Scope. I know most people don't care about him, but he's Mister Consistency in my book. His max pick is 275. He has went at 287. So that's a new max pick on Jonathan Scope. Jeez. Yeah, he fell. Uh, I like him. I think he's boring. And f- I think he's boring, but safe. You know what you're getting. Uh, Kurilov, though, I want to bring up. So he's hitting 286 this spring in 24 play appearances. That's great. Like, okay, cool. No he's still far. hitting. 
he has six hits, one extra base hit. That's what can, yeah. that's what that's that's what scares me coming off the. And what scares me about that is that it's coming off that wrist injury, which was a which apparently was an ugly rehab. And yeah, so you that's, that's never so, a good thing. Never a good so, thing. That's where I'm. That's where my concern was with him. Not that he can't obviously gain the strength or show it off once the season matters. It's just that are we sure that like not that he, I wasn't questioning the health. I was questioning the is the power going to show up anytime soon? And I don't know, maybe it would take a month or so to get it, get going. And then I'll regret not drafting him. but he hasn't been a guy I've actually gone after. I have zero shares and I'm not really upset about it. Maybe I will be, but doesn't really run. I, I know he can run, but is he going to test running and, ha- you know, having to slide, does he slide head first? Like, is that going like, to, is the risk that cons- I don't know what they're going to do with him. I have no idea. I'm just kind of like, I see the appeal. I really do. Uh, George, uh, my co-host George is really, I think he likes him a lot. I haven't been in on them, and just one of those things. It's like, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's Ooh, tough. Schausberg. He just went. That's when I I look at every draft. I'm like, God, just don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Um, it's like if you can get 120 good Strasburg innings at his ADP, I think it's pretty solid. It's a big if right now to me. That's the tough so part. so Mateo went off the board. Even okay, I've been shut out on the guy I've deemed my guy. I haven't stopped talking about him this spring, and. I don't know. I'm not taking credit for the inflation, but I don't understand where this Mateo Love and 12 teamers is coming from all of a sudden. Yeah, I had him highlighted. I didn't take him, obviously, but I was looking at him. Um, and here goes one of the guys we we're talking about. I'm taking Nick Pavetta here. One reason why I love Nick Pavetta this late in drafts is you know, the ratios are always suspect with Nick Pavetta. We've seen really good, we've seen really bad. But what we, we know we get with Nick Pavetta is strikeouts, strikeouts, strikeouts. So I'll, at this point in the draft, pick 293 or whatever, I'll take my chances on Nick Pavetta and see what happens. I'd rather have Pavetta over Strasburg, Patino, Carrasco, all the injury prone slash injured guys. Um, exactly. <laughs> Hunter Green, I'd rather, I'd rather have Pavetta over Green. Green's unproven. I understand the appeal, prospect hype and all that, but yeah. Uh, over Detmers even because Detmers, the six-man six rotation, Tyone. So yeah, I think Pavetta, I think you got him a good, I even rather have him over McGill. I'm surprised you took McGill ahead of him, to be honest. I yeah, think that, yeah. I think, I think it was a smart, I think what you did was played knowing the hype was there. You mm-hmm. took the guy that you that was probably gonna get jumped, and Pavetta yep. does drop a lot. Yeah, that's definitely part of how these drafts go. Is you have to be able to be like flexible with the hype train and like use ADP as a guide, obviously, but never as the all y'all kind of. Uh, I, I call it. I, I call it. Certain things. I do the whole. It's a tool, not a rule thing. That's kind of how I look at ADP. It yeah, rhymes, sure. so it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it rhymes, so it sounds good. That's pretty much yeah. uh, pretty much how it works. I you on. Sir, I I've read Doctor uh, Seuss ones. All right, <laughs> you got. You said you have three kids. You should have definitely read some Doctor Seuss. So now it gets fun because we're in the reserve rounds. We got uh, six, five reserve picks left, and it's like you know I, got, I already got two pitchers in reserves. Probably gonna get some. I got some bats. I got highlighted. Um, another guy that's fallen quite a bit, and I'm not looking to take him right now. Like Frank Schwindel is falling like crazy. That's been an interesting one. Like you have Flaherty, Will Smith, Rushman, Conforto, McCuller as a top ADP. Makes sense. Those all make sense to fall. Fine. But you got Schwindel sitting there still. That's interesting. Uh, Aaron Ashby just went off the board. I was wondering when he would go. Zach Eflin, there he goes. So now it's getting getting fun in the streets. Um, I was looking at uh, Reliever Recon, their, their closers page right now. And maybe you can help me with this. But why is Ken Giles nowhere to be seen on Seattle's page? Injured. Okay, I was looking for that. I couldn't tell where his injury was. I couldn't um, find anything. It, it just happened. I heard it on. I think I heard it on another podcast. I think he just got hurt like yesterday. That's another thing. That's like I try to watch. I try to read the news every night, well, and I, I still I'm, miss. I'm looking at stuff all the time, and I'm like, "Hmm, what happened? Here, like, why I'll, is he I'll not on the list?" 
by the way, because I use Roto World still, so I just do a quick search by name, and that's where I'm getting the information here. There's the whole write-up on them. We're still great for the news. There's no doubting that. Um, so yeah, that's where I got. That's where I got. I just put the whole blurb in there. Shut down for a couple of weeks due to a finger tendon issue. You know that yeah. that can linger. Who knows yeah, how long that's going to go? That's not good at all. That's yeah, I know because I, I need a void for me. That's for sure. I was just curious. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, last week he was a really good pick and he's falling. So what the heck's going on? Well, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I don't fault that one at all. Uh, where did he go? There he is. I'm gonna go that route, which, yeah, again, don't want ADP out the window here, but um, I'm actually surprised he hasn't moved up more. Let me see what his ADP has been over the last few days because it's probably, yeah, no, that's not who I'm looking at. That's eh, pretty close. So, we definitely won't be setting the min, but won't be setting the max either. So, we'll see how uh, there goes CJ Abrams at the end of round 25. That's an interesting because they haven't officially announced him on the team yet, have they? No, but he's a very intriguing uh, fab guy because there's yeah. speed, there's a speed aspect there with him. Big time, big time speed aspect. I just don't know what the playing time looks like to justify the speed aspect. That's the question. Um, are they going to move Chrono Earth to first? That would be a waste of his glove, but he can play first base. Yeah, he did it a lot Osmer last year. Osmer's so bad. Like he did it a lot last year, so it's definitely yeah. an option. I just I just gave you a name in all caps because I, I really believe in this guy. So just the, just because I'm going to throw my bias into it. Like I know it's not my That's- draft. That's a but, good pick. I'll, I'll put him in my queue. That's a good one. I I always forget about him, but uh, that's a very yeah. Because I have to. I have to. There's a again another guy available in Fab that I'm very intrigued by. That's a good one. There's, there's so many names, and uh, the, I, and honestly, again in the reserve rounds because you have you still have Sunday for Fab, which is tomorrow. But at least you never know what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. And these guys can be home runs or or drops, and that's yep. fine. I think that's kind of like. Aiming your reserve rounds, knowing that you have fab tomorrow, not bad. It's funny because uh, as soon as uh, I just reloaded Twitter and Williams got picked here, and I'm yeah. watching, a, I'm watching a highlight from pitch from uh, Rob Freeman, pitching ninja about, and it's the Airbender again. God, please, oh, that's funny. Remember last year he was a uh, last year, he was like a top 150 pick or 120 pick. Yeah, and I'm surprised he hasn't gotten bumped up because Eno was talking him up the other day. Like he's still going to get plenty of saves and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, it's like the Blake Trinan situation all over again. Except Williams is much better. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's 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 a lot of similar things where a lot less competition too. Yeah, and Hater's still there, and Hater's going to get the saves. But if Hater gets traded, you're gold. And if the Brewers are as good as we think, Hater can't save every game. So it makes sense, but you still got to throw him out there every time and hope he gets it. And that's where it gets kind of challenging. There goes Frank Swindell. I think that's a fun value at that point i don't hate it at all no he's uh, just he's just again another boring guy kind of like you know andrew mccutcheon a few picks before that though i've been debating him for a while i just don't know how much playing time consistently he's going to get and he's not Who? running much anymore mccutcheon oh yeah Kutch. I, I don't know man that team is like the brewers are a hard team to read yeah 100%. they really are and even even rowdy who i think is the starting you know me i guess it's funny i'm not anti-rowdy it's just he's not doing sh- crap in spring and not that it should matter that much, but how long how long of a leash is he going to have if he kind of meanders? Like right now, he's hitting two fifty, has a couple home runs, which is nice, but he's, he has more strikeouts than walks. And if he kind of meanders, like is he going to platoon? I know he's not terrible against lefties, but they have so they have Brousseau and other guys there. I don't know how to read that team, and um, yeah, there's just so much that I mean, they want to make room for. I know they want to make room for Taylor. I know they, they like Taylor and the team, and even Kane was quoted like you know i don't know if you saw the locker room thing but kane was like yeah get this, this guy's a dog get him some more playing time yeah like okay, here's 
Here's I'm, I'm glad he fell to me. Uh, again, it's not his man, not his max, but I love the second base, third base, outfield flexibility. He's going to start every day at second base for the Chicago White Sox. I am a Josh Harrison sucker, and I just love that flexibility and the playing time. Like I'm a big fan of Josh Harrison, so we'll see how that one goes. But that allows me to that allows me to do so much coming up here. Did I miss him go? I believe so. I believe he is gone, but let me triple check for you. Because I'm looking to – it's sad. I'm looking to drop that guy. Yeah, he's, and gone. I, he's gone. Should I be dropping Josh Rojas? Josh like... Rojas is gone. <laughs> I, I like Josh Rojas. I understand everybody's concern with Josh Rojas. Let's put it that way. I don't have much concerns about playing time. I think he's going to gain a fourth position of eligibility. It's not the playing time. I think it's the consistent power upside with him that people are concerned about. I guess I'm. I just it's that's the thing. I I I I drafted so much speed and I have so much like the speed's not a problem that I need to drop him for power. I just need to. There's no question. I need somebody with like I think I I need just I just need power. I I overdid it on the speed, which is weird. You normally you don't overdo it with speed. No, I did. Um, I have good saves. I have good speed. That's the guy that uh, there's a little a fun little speed option. He's gonna. I don't think he's gonna lead off, man. Like I know it's the idea was fun, but they've been. No. Too many guys. Like if he does, I'd be shocked. I'd be really, well, really shocked. They apparently because the whole Altuve doesn't want to lead off thing, but they don't like. Out, they, I think he's gonna end up saying, "Screw it, you have to lead off." Which you know, if only they had a guy that you know they can only they can move their lefty that's batting six in this lineup up to lead off and still keep it lefty righty all the way down. Yeah, I think it's they can. Definitely option. I just don't see them doing it. But it's an no, option. they don't. Yeah, that's why I, I, I'm obviously advocating for Kyle Tucker. I just think I think Tucker stuck bang sixth until Brantley or Alvarez get hurt. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. Which, I guess that the embarrassment of riches for them is what it comes down to. Yeah, and let's be honest, Brantley isn't exactly known for his health, and outside of last year, either is Alvarez. So it's not like there's not a clear path for for Tucker to. It, just gets, it gets frustrating with Brantley because we know he's just a batting average guy now, but I think they love that mm-hmm. because they could have the table set. He could drive them in. They're happy. And great um, on base guy too. So it's not like yeah. he's just batting average. He's actually really good game on base. Unlike Cesar Hernandez, who might have just yeah, he just went. That's why I brought him up. Okay. Uh, he's here, here, here I don't, comes here comes another spec closer for you. In round twenty seven, I will take my chances with Greg Holland. Yeah, might as well because they already yeah. said no to they already said no to Barlow, right? Yeah, so I'll take my chances there. Now I'm done specking on closers in the twelve teamer. It's hard yeah. not to because if you can get that third closer, whoa! Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Because I can hear that's really loud. No, I can't hear anything. Oh, I, oh, because I guess I, I had it paused and uh, it just went off of my ear on the Roto World because I have it uploading or uh, updating every few every minute or so. Uh, there's there's an ad that runs every time. So, and then um, I'm gonna queue up right now that person you mentioned in the chat with my next pick. Nice. <laughs> it's it's OC season. We are in spec season right now. Let's dance. Let's dance here. Let's see what happens. But, um, yeah, Holland thing's very interesting to me. I think that's going to be fun. Tyler Naquin, I almost took him instead of Holland. I I love Naquin. I have been drafting Naquin everywhere. If you guys still have drafts coming up, don't forget him at the end of your ADP. People do, and I get him late in almost every draft right now. He is going to start every day unless he gets hurt in Great American Small Park. Like, you play Tyler Naquin. Do it. Here, this is where I get to let you be all excited about spring training stats. Read that line and guess which player of yours had, had it this spring so far. He's slashing a monstrous 440, 481, 101 with no homers, three bats, and a stolen base through 25 at bats. One of my players. One of your players is hitting that well. No homers, though, but stole a base and is hitting 440 with over 1,000 OPS. Josh Harrison. No, uh, Quan. 
Oh, my, my dog, my guy. Yeah. I'm going to be the Stephen Kwan guy after Twitter today. <laughs> People are going to love this when they see this. just thrown out there. Yeah. Oh, so, and uh, I, I should, I oh, should see Kev Ford. Hey, you're going to hate this, though. You should have gone with Hanniger. Oh, wait. Sorry, wrong thing. Definitely don't know what the hell that was. Um, Renfro, scratch with uh, lower back tightness today. Uh, uh, he does that. He does Lorenzo <laughs> Kane, probably covering for Renfro right there. Um, but uh, nah, that's Renfro gets banged up all the time. That's why there's a FOMO thing. I haven't had a ton of him. Hopefully, Quan's great and I can just drop Renfro. Like, let's just go that route. But uh, it makes me already regret not taking Naquin. No, I'll tell you that much. It's, uh, taking Greg Holland over Naquin is going to come back and bite me in the butt real quick. I can already feel it. I just, especially, with I just other, especially with some other spec outfielders that are out there. I just put a name that's very intriguing, by the way. If, uh, if you're looking for somebody to fill in, that well, would we don't know get... if he has to fill in yet. It's still early. I'm oh, saying if he did, God, I get what you're saying. That that's more of a fat move for me. That's that's a fun, but that's like that's the that's the toolsy guy that, that yeah. you know. He's the one. Yeah, lo- apparently you're talking about Locaine comments. He wants him playing. Yeah, but apparently. Um, Council didn't seem concerned about the issue at all, saying that it's not that it was nothing serious. Still, with opening day just days away, it's something worth monitoring. Yeah, yes, that's the, problem, that's the problem with spring right now. It's like any like when Adamus left a couple days ago, and now he's already back playing. When Brandon yeah. Bell is back, Yastrzemski, like all these guys are doing it. It's, it's pure, just like any little boo boo. Like just go sit down for a little bit. We'll talk. To I you know about. it's and it's smart. Like it makes sense, but it's a it makes it even harder for us to try to navigate the already murky waters. So that's what makes it so much fun as we get uh, going here. we got three more picks to go. We're in round 28 right now. We're flying by. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me tonight. Mr. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you let me. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to distract you at all. Oh, no, we're good. It's, be- <laughs> it's better than me trying to fill the airways by myself the whole time. Because by you talk, I can like look up stuff and everything. So it helps me out quite a bit, actually. I am so. surprised Colum A lasted this long because he at yeah. least likely has That's the job. The job. Exactly, but I think everyone's got that like Coors Field. Oh, there goes Stott. That's who I had queued up. That's who I had queued up. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Late. That's a good pick. I can't hate on that. That's that's fun. I can hate mm-hmm. on the person, but that's a good pick. God mm-hmm. damn it. <laughs> uh, that's the fun they, late late rounds. It's fun. It's oh my god! This thing needs to stop going off. What? It keeps, oh. it, on my side, I, that this it's a cover girl ad it keeps going I, off I, and I it's, it scares I can't me. Hear anything, so yeah, but it, it go, it's super loud in my ear and what it keeps scaring me. You? Yeah, well, cover girl's scary, man. Okay, well, I'm gonna take <laughs> a I'm gonna take a gamble on an outfielder here if uh, no one gets frisky with my picks, so that'll be good. We'll see how that plays out for me. I don't know if that guy just mentioned is. Oh, you already have enough specs. Never mind. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with specs right now. He already got picked. He got picked a long time ago. I thought ago. so. I didn't see him. Yeah. I just, I, I Rushman. Ad, why take Adley Rushman right now? I don't get it. I don't get it. That one, that he's not going to be up anytime. Well, I don't think he will be at least, but we'll see. But I will go this route and um, see where this lands for me here. But uh, let's go with some Yaz. Bounce back Yaz season. Lead off Yaz season. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with bounce back Yaz, and then we're gonna go with this dude coming up. We're gonna see how this plays out. Uh, first, let me see how he's doing this spring before I get too stupid. See, I I don't overemphasize spring, but I do look at it. Like yeah, I, I look yeah. at it because if they're really shitting the bed, I want to have an idea of what's going on. But he's been named the starter. He's got a lot of a lot of stuff he can do. Yeah, he's only hitting 240. No, that's his projection. Never mind. Spring training. 
He's hitting pretty good in spring, and he's, yeah, he runs a ton. So, yeah, we're going to take a chance on that one if no one screws me there either. So, this will be fun. This will be really I'm, fun. I'm hoping it's somebody I – I'm hoping it's somebody I not think you, it is. Not no? who you typed in. That that's, a, that, no, that's, a good, that's a good pick right there. Yeah. That flexibility. I love flexibility with my late picks because then it really allows – if you are doing fab, it allows you to do a bunch of stupid stuff. Brandon Marsh. I was debating between Yaz and Marsh, that's, but I already took a Dell. That's del. the pick, yeah. I already took a Dell, so I'm like – I don't think I need to go that route just yet. Well, but. I actually wrote about that player in for Patreon. Like, so I, I actually do do exclusive stuff Patrick on Patreon. Corbin. There goes Patrick. Yeah, plug your Patreon before my next pick. Before I cut you off. Sure, because I because like why not? I'm shamelessly plugging Patreon. Uh, you need to. You've been Patreon. on the show long enough. You can plug your stuff. You Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash SK Playbook. Real original. I know. I'm really bad at selling, but um, I have a whole. I really am proud of what I have planned for the season. Now the idea is to actually do it. Um, but I, I'm making another announcement on Twitter. So it's like anybody finds me there you'll probably, you'll probably see me uh announce a few do you things want to about give it, people yeah. your twitter accounts you haven't done that yet either oh i don't dude i don't know i i i haven't even mentioned what i do like half the work i do if, if i mean i've been on the show a couple times i'm trying yeah. there's no catching bloomfield i remember at one point i was like oh i gotta catch bloomfield he is <laughs> on the show now there's no catching yeah, bloomfield you're not catching him that's over um, you know you're not gonna win that battle no, not at all. But it's a great show. But and I mentioned, I meant it. By the way, I'm really like I love like that's a show that I make sure like I listen to a lot of your pods. But that's one I like. I probably I got my way not to miss. Well, I think I it's a great balance that. between you and him. That's a good spec too. That's one of those guys, David Robertson. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, some fun um, picture. Patrick Corbin, Gary Sanchez, David Robertson. We are definitely in the back end. It feels like the back end of a 15, not even a 12. That's yeah, I know. Part. That's why it's weird. They're saying that, that feels like a 12, 12 team pick. Yeah, Let me see if I can find it. I like Santander. That's a fun pick. Um, should I take Keston oh, here for you? No. No. Uh, just that's, I mean, at this, at this point, I don't even know what to think anymore. All right, so Wade, right? That's Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, Lamont Wade Jr. That's who we're talking yeah, about. Lamont actually, Wade Jr. Who's banged he, up. Know, I haven't seen any recent reports on him yet. Yeah, that was a guy that uh, I actually have him in TGFBI. Okay. And now I have to probably... Like I'm, he's it's fifteen teamer, a lot less on the waiver wire, but I have to come. I have to. Uh, it have looks to, like he's obviously be out for a little bit, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Here, I just uh, ignore the numbers. I guess you can read all the other stuff about it. Actually, that's a really shit. Let me let me just. I'll send it to you without the numbers. There's that. And then there's. Is this about the guy I want to pick right now? Yes. This is my this is my little write up on him recently for the Patreon. I'm gonna pick him out. They just announced him as the everyday shortstop for the Angels. That's Tyler Wade, third base shortstop, outfit eligibility, massive steel source. If he does get to play every day, that's massive that's what. Yeah, I just get I, I just gave you the inside info on the. <laughs> I said his name out loud, but yeah. I gave you the inside information. Um, not sure how starting second. Uh, it was. I, oh, is, he, is it shortstop? Because they, they just mentioned. Uh, oh, there, there goes Hira. See, okay, so that, is that, I guess Fletcher's gonna play second then. I missed the uh, announcement of, of Wade. Yeah, Wade's a starting shortstop, and uh, he should be. I thought Fletcher was shortstop, and that's why I wasn't sure because that's they they said it. I could find the quote that they said Fletcher's gonna be the starting shortstop. I found that quote, so I'm not crazy. That's why I was like, did they change their mind no, and put Fletcher at second? Crazy, but... well, I am crazy, but so either way, my my initial thing about Wade was um 17 stolen bases last year, batting 268, had double digit walk rate. Which which help assisted his three four fifty four bat uh, OBP, Tyler Wade. This is yeah. it was just one hundred forty five plate appearances, but the speed you just if you want SB upside, this is this is your poor man's uh what's his face in the in the early rounds. Um, we talked about him. Uh, straw straw 
Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the straw. I was gonna say modesty, but you'll play more games. Oh, but it, it's there, straw. It's okay. So uh, Groffalo in the chat says it's Fletcher at SS, which would still make Wade. This Wade's probably the second baseman. Like if you look Wade's at the options, second, yeah. Wade's definitely outperforming most. Like, this is when spring training matters. Um, he's outperforming pretty much everybody that would be up for the competition with him. I know they announced him as a starter today. That's all I can tell it, you. Oh, did, see, I missed that. I, and I, it's funny because um, I need to go back and talk to somebody about that because we were talking about uh, Wade. I was ta- I actually brought up Wade on a to a friend recently about you know possibly adding him somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a deeper. He's a deep format guy. I'm surprised. I, I guess for uh, for stolen base upside it makes sense here. I'm just. I think who else is available. I, I just saw a Daniel Bard over Colome. Somebody said, "Yeah, yeah. and that, that could be possible because they're talking about um, they're talking about uh, using Bard for the strikeouts over Colome because Bud Black said he wants a guy with strikeouts." Um, Garot, yeah, Will says Wade and Mayfield at second base, according to what they've said. I was listening to multiple shows today talking about Wade, uh, like news info on Wade. And I'll take my chances at this at this point in the draft around 29. If for some reason he's not in favor, I can move on from that. Good, he's like a, good catch, by the way, on Lamont Wade Jr. Thing. Way to fill it. Way to me. I obviously we a professional. It's the professional, yeah. Mike. This is what happens when you do 459 episodes of this show. I got you covered. Yeah, I'm only at 173. I have a long way to go, but <laughs> we'll get there. I'm just hoping my last pick comes up because this this last pick is a pure early season play that I could foresee him dropping him, or maybe he finds the next level and we just roll. I'll explain it when we get to him, but this is a complete two start type option thing. So my first, my first, oh no, that's my DC 50. So I have tried and plugged in for week one just for the three spots, but it's like him or like uh, I hope maybe Aaron Ashby would be better. I'm in Ashby. Almost Ashby. They like the man as like a long reliever and roll. But at that point, like go take um, oh, what's his name? I was looking at him earlier, like one of the best guys all last year to do it. He's right here, um, Brent Suter. He got like what 13 wins or something last year mm-hmm. for for Milwaukee. Stupid. He could totally go in there. It's uh yeah. oh gosh, I have to take dude. I have a team. My first DC, I'm barely Taiwan Walker, and he's out for a while. I guess this is where it gets interesting to me. It's like I'm gonna take a guy I'm purely using as a two star option the first week of the season. And these guys are taking Taiwan Walker, who who knows when he's coming back for sure. I have to sit here. I'm over here, my first ever DC just right now, just looking and like I'm glad like I have no Chris Sale, I have Wade Miley, I have Taiwan Walker, I have Ken Giles. Um, I'm like, I have Ross yeah. Stripling who lost his job since I drafted him. I'll be 100% honest. I have not looked at any of my rosters yet, and I'm going to do that tonight when I start doing my fabbing because I'm terrified, <sighs> terrified of how some of these early ones look. But I I'm mean, on deck. I'm on the clock. So what I'm taking here is someone that's going to get to start Monday of the season. So not Thursday, but Monday, unless the rotations change. But Monday at Detroit, then he gets his second start versus the Minnesota Twins at home, and that is one Michael Walker. So uh, I'm at, I'm gonna take that purely for the matchup out the gate. I okay, that makes sense. Uh I know a few guys that are super on them. I just threw a random name in there that hasn't had the sharpest spring, but the velo increase is very encouraging. And I have him in every I have all but one DC I have him. That's why I'm very, very excited about that individual. Don't know if again, yeah, I guess you're done drafting. As my final picks, you can talk about whatever you want, Curlin. Matt Manning was the guy I was talking about. How I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I'm just very big on him uh in terms of just because he wasn't going in 12s <laughs> mm-hmm. he just wasn't and now he is all right let's um, just recap my team real quick so we can put people to bed here soon 
but I'm looking at my roster grid. At catcher, I got Garver and Carson Kelly. First base uh, slash corner infield, Cron and Votto. Middle infield, I got Albies, Chisholm, Josh Harrison for second base. Um, they can play a couple can play short. Tim Anderson, Bobby Wood Jr., Tyler Witt. Did I lose you? I think I lost Bubba. <laughs> I have no idea of the rest of his team. Tyler O'Neill. Did that I lose you it. or did you lose me? No, my computer froze for a second. Like my mouse froze. We're back. Um, in the outfield, I got Tyler O'Neill, Renfro, Adele, Pham, Quan, Yastrzemski. And then pitching, Burns, Romano, Manoa, Rogers, Ranger, Stroman, Quantrill, Hicks, Ober, McGill, Pavetta, Holland, Waka. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Any any thoughts, Curlin, as we are wrapping things up here? I just enjoyed, honestly, hanging out. Um, I I don't know how I feel about your team. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like I was like super. There's some stuff. I guess it's not. I've never built your team. I don't it's, have half. It's like, different than most of my builds, too. I'll be honest. Yeah. Not that, like, again, it's not that it's bad because it's good to diversify. But now it makes me wonder. Maybe I should have diversified even more. Like, yeah. I don't have. I have a lot of Yaz, but as a, as a fifth outfield type, um, I have no Holland. I'm afraid last, I might last miss. pick of the draft, Emilio Pagan. I don't hate that. Don't hate that. I mean, I mean, I, I think he's right. not. I think he's not the guy because they're willing to. They're willing to trade him. But yeah, the fun part about this is I still have about seven. I don't know about fifteen guys in my queue that didn't get drafted. I know I'm, that's I'm, what I, I hate. I might, I might go drop like Yastrzemski or some others for is what it comes down to. And that's the thing. It's like you realize you're like it's a twelve. There's so many players I want that aren't drafted. And then you're like, well, how, how, how should I value them? Because they didn't get drafted. Sure, some of them will get added. But I think there's always going to be like a handful of guys on your watch list that just are sitting there from, for a good part of the year. Like, mm-hmm. Especially yeah. if your team performs like you drafted them to. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. But what was fun was you joining me. and uh, it was, I enjoyed it. I, thanks for hopping in. I appreciate it because it saved me from having to talk the whole time. I could actually look at things. So it was fun and some good insight from a second voice, which is always good. I want to thank the uh, the people that joined us in the chat. Uh, I know Matt was very active in here and uh, Casey was quite active. We had James, we had Will. I know there was many more. So uh, thanks for joining us on this one. Curlin, once again, before we leave, plug your stuff, please. So much. Okay. <laughs> um, bases load pod in season. We're going we're gonna to focus on a lot of lineup construction, lineup stuff. Just to, I figured it's the niche. No one else covers it like that. So it might as well be something that stands out. Right. So bases loaded pod. You'll find me there all season. Um, skplaybook.com is George and I's uh, website. We have the Patreon, skplaybook uh, slash uh sorry patreon.com slash uh, sk playbook where i'm going to be doing a daily team by team notes pretty much like what i'm doing now but in season but exclusively for them for that along with other things again there's a whole announcement on the twitter which you can find me on twitter at mike underscore curlin that's the main place you find me there you'll find everything i do um i write for the athletic so i have some i have like one or two more articles before spring training is done then i'm honestly not sure what my schedule is if i have one the rest of the year which is fine because i have other plans anyway so we'll see but um i'm lucky i was fortunate enough to land there for spring i'm not gonna argue with the results and uh yeah i'm here with you right now bubba i appreciate it always appreciate (laughs) it Uh, so make sure you guys follow mike if you don't he's awesome good human being good content fun stuff (laughs) i'm on twitter (laughs) at bdm trick um, and like I said at the beginning of the show, if you want to follow the Fantasy DGens YouTube, you get all the Bench with Bub episodes, you get golf episodes for always pressing, and MLB DFS Quick Hits comes back starting Thursday, Monday through Friday for you there. Or if you just want to listen to it, it's on your usual listening platform. So get ready for that as well. 
But uh, lots of fun stuff coming up. Baseball's less than a week away, which is going to be awesome. So you guys have a good evening. Thanks for joining us. This was Ben Bubba, episode 459, a live NFBC OC draft. We'll catch you guys later. Yeah.